0: Ladies and gentlemen, indie wrestling is for everyone, and so are we. Welcome to the only podcast with more hosts than listeners. Welcome to the Turn to Buckle podcast, featuring your host, The Ring Crew, consisting of Jason Hampton, Ben Thrasher, Drew Game, Will Clark, and Josh Cox. Stay tuned for the show after a word from our sponsors. On Saturday night, August the 8th, NGWA returns with their second anniversary show, 95 Begonia Drive, Subligna, Georgia. Special start time of 5 p.m. for the NGWA Hall of Fame. Inductees include Terry Lawler, Butcher Bobby Hayes, Steve the Brawler Lawler, Silky Boom Boom, a.k.a. Dusty Dodson, Sonny Kent and Junior, and The Large Lover, Jay Farley. Action on that night. Tag team title open challenge has been answered by Ben Thrasher and a mystery partner. Frenchie Riviera puts his career on the line against Cameron Cox's NGWA championship. And in a carousel cage match, HCP versus the Revolution. If HCP wins, they get five minutes in the ring with Patrick. All this at 5 o'clock, August 8th, Subligna Georgia. Don't miss it. Be there.
1: All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Turn the Buckle podcast. Uh, We're here, your host,
2: Josh Cox.
1: Ben Thrasher. Jason Hampton. Drew Gaines. Drew joining us. From From the hospital.
2: No, no, no. A local medical facility. We can say
0: hospital. He's (laughs) in the
1: hospital. We don't have a budget like that. Do you want to say why you're in the hospital?
3: I had surgery on my dick. There you go.
0: (laughs) Are you surprised it took you this long to have to have surgery on your dick?
3: I just, okay. So the best jokes I heard, okay. Lamar Phillips is like, yeah, those STDs have finally caught up with you. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Aaron said that, uh, you know, this ain't the worst thing my dick's been through.
4: Well, and then, oh, um, yeah.
3: and then my son, Tyler, what? I called him last night and he was like, well, Dad, um, are we going to have to get one of those cones so you don't play with it like if we get it for the dogs? <laughs> That is great.
1: Okay, see I'm gonna I'm gonna watch for the pattern. If something happens to Ben's next, I'm gonna be dreading waiting on whatever's gonna happen to mine. It's well, like I it's cycling wish, through.
3: I wouldn't wish this on the black hole. That's how bad this was. <laughs> My goodness. I see if you have an erection for more than a couple of days, there's blood flow that gets there. And then they get to stick needles in there and get the blood out.
1: Oh, see, that doesn't sound like oh,
3: fun shit. at all. Oh, damn. No, no, no thank you. And look, and look, see, when you first get here, they do it while you're still awake.
2: So, no. hopefully, they don't have
3: to put you under. And then they put you under and, like, they put larger needles and then, like, cut your penis so some of the blood can, you know. I have, I have stitches in my dick right now.
1: Well, that's what happens when you eat a whole thing of blue chew all at once, buddy.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, <laughs> yeah, we still ain't got the sponsorship. Yeah, he keeps eating this. By the way, shit. I've been working on a uh, blue chew and a uh, manscape, so you might have to worry about that manscape.
1: Well, they manscaped for you before they did the surgery, right?
3: Well, I just want you all to know, I'm gonna treat this like any any other injury, and I'm gonna come back bigger and better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> God, the
2: pictures he sent, somebody needs to manscape it. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we also have uh, a yeah, guest pitch pitch. with us tonight. Would you like to introduce don't yourself? Pitch. Me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh hey,
5: my name is Chris Crunk, and I'm on Turn the Buckle.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, Chris Crunk's our guest this week, and he brought someone else along. You want to go ahead and say something too? Oh, what's up, guys? Kevin Ron right here. You know what it is. Uh, beating people up and stuff. My God, I brought Kevin Ryan. <laughs> he brought Kevin Ryan. He, you I know what it is. Like he, he thinks this is a
5: soundcloud. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with Kevin Ryan. We're not associated anymore. But we're I just, I brought him. <laughs> him. So you want to talk about that post? Uh, yeah, I'll talk about the post. Okay, so I actually I would love to talk one. about this. So, about six months ago. I've been tagging with Donnie Promtime at the time. Was it six months? About six months, I'll say. I'm tagging with Donnie Promtime. We're the Akuto Death Society. Donnie comes up to me. He says, hey, Crunk, I just met Cody Rhodes. And I said, great, I don't care about that. (laughs) And then he says, and he told me to change my name to Donnie Janela and to stop wearing black and white. And I was like, great, you can definitely do that. But then you're out of my group because we wear black and white in the group. And so I pitched the dump. Hey, I need a new member. We'll turn on Donnie. They're like, cool, we'll get you two. You'll get what used to be Wasted Generation, Kevin Ryan and Sean Christopher. And I'm kind of amped about it. I'm like, cool, I'll have a tag team, a couple of goons to walk out to the ring with me. Love that. So I say, hey, boys, here's what we'll do. Everywhere we go, we'll be a kuto death of society. I'll get us custom gear made. So I throw some money at it. I buy us all custom gear because they're lame and they don't... Pay for stuff, <laughs> and then I got some custom gear made. This is a Kudo Desati. and what do these turds do? They keep taking bookings as a tag team called Wasted Generation everywhere they go. And so I'll message them and say, "Hey guys, don't forget you're a Kudo Desi- Bella. Don't forget you're a Bella. Don't <laughs> for- <laughs> don't don't forget you're a Desi- and, be- and then they promised me like a week before. They got booked on these other two shows. Kronk will never do that again. We're so sorry. Now, to be fair,
1: on the show that we got booked on, he has, like, legitimate heat with the booker. Yeah. So he was not going to book us as Chris
3: Kronk's root name. Chris Kronk has heat with somebody?
1: Yes.
5: It's crazy. It's, it's never know happened before. Outside of
0: Chattanooga? No, in not Chattanooga.
5: In Chattanooga, oh, in Chattanooga. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but also outside of Chattanooga. But, so, they take a booking. They get announced as Wasted Gems. So I tell them, like, hey, this is bullshit. I paid for this gear. We've done all this work together. You guys are out of here. Oh, no. And then what do they do? They're like, we're so sorry. No. It won't happen again. <laughs> no. And so we'll see. Now they're on probation period. Oh.
1: How long of a probationary are we- period are they going to be on? For is the this- rest of their lives. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that um, is before awesome.
3: Before we get started, let's say a happy birthday to Kylie. Yes. Right?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Happy birthday to Kylie. Uh, that was three days ago.
0: And also happy birthday to Jason Collins on the same day.
3: And it's uh, uh, Bishop Allen's birthday, too. Uh, Jay Farley's oldest son.
0: Okay. Awesome.
3: That's today. How
0: old is he
1: now?
3: Fifteen.
1: Kylie, wow. we're old. My goodness. Yeah. I so, thought your kid graduated uh, in high school and made me old. Yeah, but I was
0: yeah, a, I, I, mean. I was a baby when I had kids. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm still finding out about my yet. kids. Do what? I don't think I'm having. I don't think I'm having any more kids now, at least for a couple months.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think you probably need to take a couple weeks off. Uh, hey, we Drew, him. we're almost yeah. seven minutes in the podcast, and you haven't cussed.
3: Uh, I've, I've missed the drugs. Nah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's the hospital setting. He's trying to be nice in case someone walks in. Respect. But he works yeah, actually, there.
3: Yeah, I'm actually at my work, remember? But
1: that's why he's trying to be nice. Why try now? True.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm trying to make some life decisions because apparently the way I've been living it's led to my dick being hurt. And I don't want my dick to be hurt anymore. fucking over a couple times,
0: <laughs> too. I told you for years you got to quit listening to it.
3: It's it's really persuasive. <laughs> I can't argue with that.
2: Well, let's I, got, get, I got nothing on that one. Well, let's uh, get into the thick of everything with our guests. So, Chris, you wanted to talk to us? I know as long as Ben's known you, as long as I've known you, you've always been straight edge. Have you yep. always been straight edge, or does that something that started happening? Uh, I never get asked that. So, yes, I've always
5: been straight edge, like since day one i've never tried alcohol drugs smoking uh i don't even take like tylenol like i'm that deep into it like i don't take medication uh for anything ever and it sucks sometimes because i've had like teeth taken out where they'll be like hey we can uh put you under and i'm like no and they're like well we can give you this shot and i'm like no and they're like well we just got to rip that tooth out and i'm like Let's do it. I'm glad you
0: explained that because people that listen to Drew and I probably wouldn't understand what straight edge meant.
5: Yeah, (laughs) it's a very. I would think
0: you use the straight edge to cut a better line. It's super
5: uncommon, I think. (laughs) Especially in wrestling. Yeah. 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 Especially to the stupid level
2: I did get to. How many times have you been. Oh, well, he's just a CM Punk knockoff. He's not really straight edge. How many times have you heard Mm. that? Uh, Not a lot, actually. Like, maybe when CM Punk was like
5: super like into doing like his gimmick was he was straight edge like right in like 2009 yeah when he's
0: pushing it with a yeah Cena. i
5: probably caught it a few times then but honestly not a lot which is weird because i also have a lip ring we kind of look similar when you think about it and we also like at that time had like the emo for a haircut so right. i don't know i just avoided it somehow at that time you had emo
2: for a haircut
5: no no i said at that time i did i still do forever until i die <laughs> Thank you, Drew. I'm
3: sorry. About that. <laughs> All right, I will just suggest, okay? As much straight edge, if they ever want to have surgery on your penis, mm-hmm. I highly suggest the drugs on that. yes
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luckily, um, I don't know. I'm just gonna assume that I never have to do that, like you did, and then I'll regret it later.
2: Um, do your son do it? <laughs> uh, there ain't no
5: telling. Well. I accidentally hit a moose on the way over here with my car, <laughs> and so I just tied it to the back and Run drug it, it the rest of the way because yeah. I didn't know what else to do with it. And we haven't put it down yet because <laughs> honestly,
2: I've grown attached to it. Okay, so we got Screw the Raccoon. Like, now we got Marvin the Moose.
3: Wonderful. So like, are you going to take his TNA title also, or just yes? <laughs> Moose's TNA World Heavyweight
5: Championship is on the line. That's why I hit with the car. He wanted it because
0: it's got that new white leather on those sweet Pakistanian plates. Oh
3: no! <laughs> hey, how about that um, NWO belt I sent y'all?
0: That's that's that was awesome. Nice. That's nice. I would scroll through my pictures and show Crunk, but that's right at the same time you sent pre-surgery pictures, and I don't want reminded of that shit again. Oh no!
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, those pictures. As soon as I can
2: get the paywall up, will be on my only fan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's some sick, dominant shit, Drew Game
2: and He's gonna make money off of it too. That's the bad thing. Somebody and, and
0: somebody will pay for it. You've just turned your OnlyFans into a full-on fetish site. It's wild. It's wild. I am so proud of you. <laughs> I mean, come on, if Mike Jackson did it, I can do it. Lord, I just thought of a Mike Jackson yeah. OnlyFans page. That's scary. How about, how about that
3: middle image? That's a bad. Well, image. there wouldn't
0: be good lighting because there's only one light bulb in the whole house. <laughs>
3: No, you know what I was really upset with? With those pictures I took? I didn't take any, like, before pictures. And, you know, it was, like, really, like, right then it was really photogenic. So I should have took some before pictures, you know? <laughs> that's Dr- the best it's going to look for a long
0: time. I'm sure we can ask around and there's there's somebody that's got photogenic photogenic proof of what the before shot was like.
3: No, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> somebody called Bert. Uh <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
0: so uh are we gonna do uh crocs? yeah we're gonna uh, we, yeah we're
3: gonna get right we into we went it. to
0: the straight edge so now we're gonna how'd you get started
5: uh in wrestling yes yeah um I, so I was watching Raw one night with my friend Cody he goes by Cody mm-hmm. Steele he's like I like Cody uh, oh, yeah. and this commercial came on for something called Dark Side Wrestling okay that was gonna be a Winter Circle in Fort Overthorpe. So we were like, of course, we have to go, like, pro wrestling. I didn't, like, we knew about, like, indie level because we watched, like, Ring of Honor and stuff like that. Right. But we didn't understand that, like, it could be that close to us. Uh, that just never really hit us. We'd never seen a flyer for it, like, locally like that. So we are like, dude, we have to go. This is yeah, because back, the back
0: then, this is early 2000s.
5: It's probably 2005,
0: 2006. Nobody nobody postered. Nobody flyered the town. No. They just... They had a building. They opened it up. They ran wrestling. It wasn't until...
1: There might have been a little sign with a little flashing bulb saying pro wrestling tonight.
0: It honestly wasn't until uh, Empire first started. And basically, we were beating the streets with flyers and stuff. And even Drew got to where he didn't put flyers out uh, at the start. Mm-hmm. Then we talked him into it. Then anywhere you went, you went to any red box or anything, you'd see flyers yeah, from Empire, true. and UEW, so... Back then oh, you, you, you wouldn't have known if you didn't know.
3: And the best thing Drew did, and i will always it was so corny, was he advertised and just busted. Like,
0: yes. Yes. And you know I mean? putting that big, uh, the big flashing arrow sign on the side of Mission Ridge Road was genius too.
3: Yeah. And I mean, you advertising and just busted too, Ben, was really nice for you to...
0: Well, I did that. I did that numerous times. I advertised just myself and my company.
3: <laughs> uh shout outs to matt gilbert again. when it
0: was just myself i'd have had to pay for that ad though
3: shout out to matt gilbert, yeah.
0: shout out to matt gilbert. I, that one kind of went under there for a second good job though
3: <laughs> Poor guy. that's a. Uh, there's more by the way there's more to that story
0: yeah uh you you sent it in a group chat
3: yeah so and someone called me like you know how people just call me and tell me stuff that like I know shit, nobody else knows, and right. I don't like I don't I don't divulge my secrets or my people. So, you know, y'all know, but I I trust y'all. Also. But, yeah, there's more to that story. It's a, yeah. it was a setup. Uh, Cause I'm sorry. Yeah. I have never left an ounce of dope at someone's house for a couple of days. I
5: don't and, know what that crunk, is. An ounce yeah. of,
3: crunk. An ounce of dope is like about a grand.
5: Oh man. Is that
2: a lot? alright <laughs> 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 great. All right, let's, let's transition back. So Dark Side Wrestling, continue.
5: Yeah.
2: Uh, so I go to Dark Side
5: Wrestling, and uh, we're stupid. So, like, as soon as we get out of school, we go straight there. Like, the show doesn't start to wait. We get out of school at, like, 3.00. <laughs> But we go straight there, because we're like, we have to get front row tickets to this incredible quality event, right? Oh, (laughs) wow.
1: You were so disappointed. (laughs) We up, No, dude, we
5: were amazed. We were like, dude, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It had, like, these weird movie theater seats around the ring
1: that were, like, even more money for some reason. Oh, when it was still inside the building.
5: No, when it was outside.
1: When When it was was outside. outside. They had the theater seats outside? Yeah, they had theater seats outside. Dark side.
5: Uh, And they had, like, a two entrances like where the good guys would come out and the bad guys would come out and there was these two guys in the ring camo shorts and black t-shirts around them, like running around doing moves and we were like oh this is amazing we gotta talk to those guys so what do we do we hop the fucking fence I don't give a shit I walk right up to the ring and I say hey guys I wanna know how this started and who are the they're Matt Lynch and Joey Lynch. Lynch and they look right at me and they're like Who the fuck are you? I was like, dude, I'm gonna be a wrestler one day for sure. How do I get in here? And so I talked to them for a while, we watched the show, we're amazed. We're like, we have to get in here. So after the show, we bother Matt again because we thought Matt Fortune at the time was the greatest wrestler of all time. We were like, Matt Fortune's so good. We gotta talk to him. So we're talking to him and he's like, Cool kids. He's like, you can rob me the shows now on. He
0: wasn't doing shows at that time. Yeah, he was like, you can rob
5: me and from now on to shows, and uh, blah blah blah. Like, so we'd go every show like with Matt. Like, we'd actually he'd come pick us up. We'd give him twenty dollars. What a good deal! And he'd like take us <laughs> to the show. What a great guy he was. And then uh, a sub story is he did. He was like, I, I used to always have my wrestling stuff with me at Cody's because I didn't live there. Like that's Cody's house, and I'm like, transferring my stuff like in a backpack. And I had the best of the exhibition, disc one and disc two in my backpack. And Matt Fortune was like, man, that looks really cool. Can I borrow it? And I was like, yeah, of course. Pro Wrestling Superstar Matt Fortune wants to borrow my (coughs) DVD. Of course. I've never seen it since. So.
0: (laughs) I bet you money we sold it on the gimmick table at Uh, TCW. Probably so.
5: i say, Matt, how do we get into wrestling? He said, don't worry, guys. I'll train you next Wednesday. Just show up to the Dark Side Arena and I'll be there. So I show up, he's not there. Excellent. I was like, this isn't going to work the way I had planned. (laughs) So uh, we just keep going to shows. We end up finding about like GXW, RCW. Uh, We end up beating some more people. Um, I grew up with like KT and Keith Hamill. Like we all grew up together, like on the same street. So we all backyard wrestled together. And uh, KT, like, which is like crazy because KT always hated wrestling and made fun of us for background wrestling. Yeah, but took to it so well. But then he's the one that like so. broke in, right? And he's like, he's like, "Don't worry, man. I'll get you in. We'll go to the show called CWF, where it has all these uh, guys at like Casey Cage, Giant Rock, like all these guys that I never effing heard of." So we show up. Uh, he's like, "I'll train you before the show. Uh, before the show, we get in the ring." And is this is like,
0: when they were yeah, the in Benton. Yeah, it's like barn? this. Ter- yeah, it's in a terrible yeah, a barn. looking barn. Yeah. yeah fully um, open on the sides yeah
5: and so I get in the ring and like so I got really lucky and I actually ended up with this like you'll like this Drew it's like a carney style tape that was called The Secrets of Pro Wrestling and it taught you how to oh. bump take punches do like headlocks and lock up It's like the one that was on
1: TV where everybody wore the masks.
5: yes and it's like the worst thing in the world so like <laughs> Uh, not that I knew how to do it, but I already in my head like had the idea on how to do this stuff. So I took to it like super well. So like first bump, I hit it. They're like, "Man, have you ever bumped before?" And I was like, "No." And they're like, "Well, you're doing great at it." So then they they asked me to, like walk up. I knew how to do that. And they were like, "Man, have you ever done this before?" I was like, "No, I've never done that before." They were like, "Well, you're doing great at it." And they were like, "Well, hit the ropes. I hit the ropes the right way. What at the time, the right way. Like I'm using quotation marks." And they're like, "Oh man, you're so good at hitting the ropes. If you hit the rope shot. I'm like, "No." And they're like, "Great, dude. You know what? You're ready. Do you want to wrestle or not?" I was like, "You bet your sweet ass, I do." <laughs> and they were like, "Great. What's your wrestling name?" And I was like, "Uh, Chris Love." And they were like, "You can't be Chris Love. There's already been a Chris Love." And I was like, "Fuck." And I was like, "Well, I like to. I'd like to be Chris Ego." They're like, "You can't be Chris Ego. There's already been a Kid Ego Jr." And I was like, "All right." Uh, they're like, "What can you do?" I was like, "I rap really well." And they were like, "Great." you're Chris Kronk. And I was like, yes, I am. Hit my music. So go. <laughs> I go to the ring. I'm wrestling Drake fucking Draven. And I'm like, what's the finish Drake Draven? And he's like, I'm going to hit you in the head with a chair really hard. And I'm like, excellent. This is going to go perfectly. So we have this barn. Bur- we have this barn burner match. Best match I've ever had for I sure. not. It was in the
1: fucking barn. Def- yeah, the <laughs> barn is on fire.
5: Definitely people have never seen wrestling this good before for sure. Anyways, I'm hitting every move I've ever seen on TV because I think that's how wrestling works. And he says, here comes the chair, kid. He cracks me in the head with it as hard as he could. Uh, I bleed everywhere. Like, so now I got to go straight to the hospital. I had to get 13 staples across my head. Damn. Uh, Because, like, I didn't know I'd take a chair shot, so I just leaned into it like this as hard as I could. Um, Uh, And that's my very first wrestling match ever. Like, straight to the...
3: Draven didn't know how to throw
5: one either. No. Yes, I learned that. So I remember things very well, uh, surprisingly. But I remember things very well, and like people that like shot on me when I was young, I just remember that stuff. And so like as I got older and I was able to book shows, they'd always be like, "Hey man, can I come work?" And I'd be like, "No,
4: fuck you! You
5: shot on me when I was a kid." Anyways, so I just keep coming back like week after week. Um, I ended up going to a show called DCW. Uh, where Johnny Blaze was booking it or something like that. In Dalton? Yeah. The bypass? Yeah. Yeah, so I would just show up there with a gear bag. They'd be like, do you know how to wrestle? I was like, you bet your sweet ass <laughs> I do. Or I'd go to TWA in Dalton with a gear bag, and they'd be like, do you know how to wrestle? I'd be like, oh, of course I do. And that's it. That's my training story of how I got into wrestling. And then, and then I got you in a, uh, at Paul. Yes.
0: Yeah, we'll go there in a minute because we got to go to TCW first.
5: Oh, yeah. Because uh,
0: that's where I met you at the first time because we were booking... Matt Fortune and I were booking the show, and mm-hmm. we were using the CWF guys. And you would come up with uh, with Chunky, or I think he was going as corrupt at the time mm-hmm. still.
4: Yeah.
0: And uh, KT Hamill was actually in the Hill faction we were feuding with, mm-hmm. and you were always there, and you yep. would always get dressed in the corner. Yes. And uh, never said anything. And KT never really was like, "Hey, I got this trainee guy over here. Yep. He can bump. He can sell. He can work." Like he never put you over. Oh, yeah. So I'm just like, who's, does anybody know the guy that's dressed in Ace's old gear? And there yeah. was like, no. So there'd be times I'd have something like Fortune would work twice or I'd work twice or Hanton would work twice just because I didn't know who Crunk was. And like, you'd be sitting there and uh, I think you wrestled after we got fired. Mm
5: hmm. Okay, because
0: yeah. so, Andy spoke up for I, all of you guys at that point.
5: Yeah, I was going to the show. I was riding out, to like, just playing the ring beforehand type thing, workout. And uh, KT's another person that's on that list of people that, like, treated me like crap when I was a kid. So I just remember that stuff. And when I ran a show, they'd always be like, hey, hey. I'd be like, no. Uh, so uh, the TCW thing I remember I've been Thrasher, I met you. And like you're a cool guy, but I remember one show they came in and like Robbie was that his name? Yeah. The guy that like owned the yeah, building or whatever. Or... Anyway, so he busts in the room. He's like, hey, Ben Thrasher and Matt Fortune ran off with all the money. <laughs> Dude, oh I yeah. Uh, right.
0: Here's the deal with that. We didn't get to we didn't get to finish the story when Matt was on here. <laughs> oh, but we did. Like we they they fired us over some stories. They fired us over some bullshit. But we owned all the belts and we had paid for like the last four shows, the talent out of this. So they owed me like 900 something bucks and i owed Matt like 600 something dollars. So he's like, where are you going to get the money? I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just not leaving till I get the money. Like the, they called the cops on us cause we were drunk. Uh, luckily the cops really liked Matt and I, uh, this is always a fundraiser show that we did. We do two, a, two a month. And so uh, come to find out a few years later, the British chick, that ran the door, Um, do you remember her? Mm -hmm. Well, we reconnected uh, through Facebook one day, and she was like, do you still talk to Robbie? And I was like, no, she goes, me neither. I was like, well, what happened with y'all? I was like, everybody knows what happened with us, because the police take us out the front door in front of all the fucking fans. (laughs) But uh, Robbie goes out there, and it was a uh, fundraiser for American Cancer Society in October, so it's like breast cancer month, right? He goes out there and takes every bit of fucking money that was made that night to pay us. Rod writes them a check from his personal account for the difference. The fucking check bounces. Oh. So yes, we did leave that night with every bit of that fucking money that was made in Graysville, Tennessee. And I will sleep wonderful every night for the rest of my <laughs> life because of it. Oh no. Hot nurse alert. <laughs> hey Drew. Ooh, let's
5: go. Sorry, a hot nurse just walked on the Wonder screen with
0: Drew. poking
1: at her now. Just pointing at least, um, so
0: uh, we get fired in uh, the CWF group, which is where you were working for prior to coming to TCW, takes over booking Jay West, Casey, Keith Hart, Brian Rivers, yeah, and KT, right? And so, you do some stuff there with them,
5: yeah. I mean, I wrestle there, I wrestle pretty much any small guy they had because I at the time I was like 120 pounds, so uh, anybody they brought in that was like that small. Like, sadly, there's no one, like, even worth, like, name dropping. No, there wasn't.
0: Because most, of the, most yeah. of the smaller guys that were halfway decent quit when we left. Yeah,
5: and they all either sucked or, like, they, they don't wrestle anymore. They literally quit wrestling, like, that year right. type of thing. So, like, it's not really worth, like,
0: I no. do remember something that was really funny to me at that time was that you were rocking the baby blue Ace Rockwell gear, but Joey was rocking the white yep. with baby blue trim. Yeah. But he would wear a Captain Crunk shirt. It was a Captain Crunch logo but it said Captain Crunk, and there's Chris Crunk with the same gear, just reverse colors, yeah. and his name is Crunk. Yep. <laughs> I always thought that was funny to me. So after that, I guess, is when you uh, you meet up with Drew.
5: Yeah, uh, or so- Or you go to
0: AWF.
5: Right, and I, I've always like kind of lived around, I grew up in Fort Overthorpe-ish area, or in Chattanooga, or somewhere around there, so like, uh, I'd always look for shows like around that area. Um, I did an Empire show first. Mm-hmm. I wrestle I show, I've i never done one I forgot who contacted me about it It might have been you It was me Someone But I show up And they're like Hey you're wrestling Johnny Viper And Old Bane Lynch And mm-hmm. I was like Jesus Christ So I'm trying to call The match <laughs> with these guys And it sucked So I was like Cool not wrestling here Gotta go somewhere else Cause you know how I am About multiple times right. If it's got more than one guy in it I'm already irritated uh, So I find out about this show And Ringgold where, like, they're always bringing in a name every month. A right. name, a name, a name. I was like, Psh, that's the show I need to be on. They've got names. So, I go to the show. I watch it. And then, like, I forgot the name on the show. It might have been, like, Raven or something right. like that, right? Like, And I was like, fuck, this show has Raven on it. That's kind of cool. Like, I want to get on this show. So, I just come out of the building walk all the way around to the back where the boys would go in. I walk right up to this guy named Drew Game. I said, hey, man, uh, what was your name there, Drew?
0: Drew Drake.
5: Drake. Drew Drake. So I walk right up to Drew Drake at the time. And I say, hey, man, I'm a wrestler for sure. How do I get on (laughs) this show? And he's like, he looks at me and he's just like, well, dude, they do, uh, like, ring workouts on Wednesday or whatever. Just show up. I'll introduce you to everybody. And I was like, man, what a good guy.
2: Drew Drake.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Drew Drake never showed up. So I, like, that Wednesday I pull up, I walk right in. Like, a few people were in the ring, like Lex and uh, Chris Champion and, like, Paul and they're like who the fuck are you and I was like I talked to Drew Drake he said that I could come here and I'm here to be a pro wrestler in this ring and they were just kind of like flabbergasted but they were like can you bump and I was like yeah so I showed them I can do everything and they were like well f- be here Saturday you're wrestling legs <laughs> I was like all right and that I wrestled there for like two years after that so that was kind of cool um but that's how I kind of get on every show I would just show up And be like, hey, I'm a wrestler for sure.
0: Now, (laughs) when you were doing AWF, were you doing anything else? Because I know you started coming back in around Empire. Uh,
5: Sometimes, yeah, not a lot though. Like for Paul, Paul is a good one. He pays well, and I actually like Paul. Like a lot of people talk crap about him, I have nothing bad to say about Paul. Paul Me, Lex, and Kevin at the time were like a team. Like we did everything together. We we worked out together. We would drive together. We would hang out together. So like we were like bros, and Paul was very like, hey, like. Team AWF. Like, you have to work at AWF. You can't work there. You can't work here. You can't work there. And, like, I was just like, whatever. Because he was booking me and stuff where, like, I would tag with Luke Gallows. And right. we'd wrestle Chris Champion. And, and he paid really and good. Lee. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm getting to tag with Luke Gallows. And we're getting announced as aces and eights, Chris Crunk and Luke Gallows. Nice. And we're the tag champs. Like, this is so cool. Like, I was like, man, I'm on top of the world. Like, this is as cool as wrestling can get for, like, someone like me that, like, came from, like, pretty much nothing. So I was like, fuck. I'll just stay here forever um, and then I started realizing like how it got booked like it was like Paul wins every week I get that but what was cool is I was small so I never had to really do that stuff right. I was always like wrestling Lex but then it happens the same way that way Lex wins every, every time right like no matter what Paul wins the heavyweight stuff Lex wins the middleweight like, or tag, yeah. tag, tag stuff or yeah. whatever it is which is like cool I don't care about that it doesn't bother me it's just like I was like man I really can't get any further doing this so I gotta yeah. break out from here too so then I went back to Empire for a little while. That's when Andy's booking, right? Um, I wrestled some okay matches there. Like Andy was cool because he did let me wrestle Kyle twice, which was cool. Get a good program with Vega. Yeah, I got to wrestle Ryan Vega a lot, good, which I've known Ryan Vega for like ever. Like, cause he used to do music. I used to kind of do music before I got into wrestling. Like, I didn't get to do as long of a stint music or as successful one as he did, but. Uh, we both had that background like where we'd be in like these hardcore bands
0: and he was another one like kt that took to it quick yeah we trained uh Mm -hmm. vega it was vega Mm
5: -hmm.
0: uh hampton's partner eli and figure guy you remember cj yep and that was it right jd and jd rollins we trained all them at the same time and jd ended up being really good but right at the start, like I dubbed uh, I dubbed Vega the new Kyle Matthews. I actually named him Lyle Matthews because at the time, he looked like a, a bigger version of Kyle, and he was working like Kyle. And then he ended up becoming great, I think. I think Vega was really good.
5: Um, if we rewind, so back at the AWS stuff, there's this kid in the front row of every show. His name's Jaden Newman. He wanted to be a wrestler. He starts paying a stupid fucking number.
0: Was it over 1500 Yeah, yeah. Because that's what Uh, Drew and I paid Paul to train us in
5: 98. Starts paying a stupid number. Like, I'm not going to repeat the number. That's Jaden's story. Like, I'll let him talk about that stuff one day. But a stupid fucking number to train there. And every week, just bumps, 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 bumps. Next week, bumps, bumps, bumps. bumps. Never learning anything else. And then to the point where, like, this one show, he had Jaden bumping on the concrete. Yeah. Like, just straight back bumps on the concrete, get back up. Back bump on the concrete, get back up. And I was like, man, that fucking sucks. No one should. So, like... And his grandpa would always be sitting in front row just rocking, just, like, watching. Right? Rider hail. Yeah. So, I was like, man, I'm just going to talk to these people. So, I walk up to, because, like, I think about how I got into wrestling. Like, I didn't pay a goddamn, not, not that it's the right way, but I didn't pay a goddamn right. time, like, and I didn't have to do that shit. Like, I'd rather do it the way I did than have to do what this kid's doing just to wrestle here. Like, just go the freeway. You know what I mean? So, I go up to his grandpa and him afterwards, uh, like, in the parking lot. I said, hey, like, you guys probably shouldn't be doing that learning how to bump on the concrete like that like over and over and over isn't really teaching you anything because once you learn how to bump in the ring properly you can bump on the concrete yeah that's how it works so like you don't need to be taking like repetition bumps on the concrete nobody benefits from that and they were like and he was like oh i'm just trying to get in like my grandpa bought me a ring so i train here on this day and i train in my ring. i was like well your grandpa bought you a ring he's like yes it's set up in my backyard i said perfect if you never come back here to train, I will drive to your house every week and train you how to wrestle myself. And he was like, "Yeah, of course, right?" So like, I, like, because I just really didn't want this kid to fucking have to bump on the concrete. So
0: yeah, that's that's Paul's go-to. Yeah, yeah. My I, first training yeah, session was bumping on the concrete. I saw it all Just because Ooh. he had the news crew there. Uh,
5: I did. So like, I forgot to mention this. I did do one training session at GXW. Okay. The Chip Hazard Grand, and it was pretty good. But that's the only time I trained there. I never wrestled there. Uh, I actually quit going there to watch the shows So I never wrestled there But I did watch one And I was involved in one training session That Chip ran at GXW And it was cool So uh, I always liked Chip He's always been very yeah, nice to me yeah. uh,
0: Chip's good people So mm-hmm.
5: I would drive up to Jay Newman's house And he had this plethora of kids Because like, they ran a backup wrestling right. show Called TWE, T-W-E. Hey. Yep. Uh, And one of those kids was a young Bailey Blake Okay. And there's a bunch of other ones. No point in dropping their names because they didn't turn out to be wrestlers. So, whatever. But I Was
0: that where those two that we had at the big show came from?
5: No. But, okay. cool. Uh, I'll talk about them, too. But, no. They were your uh, guys. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, like, these – and, like, I'd just show them stuff. Like, I'd take Cody up there. I'd take, like, somebody else up there. I took Kevin Kaufman one time. And he was like, don't let Paul find out. Paul will kill me. I was like, who is this <laughs> shit? And, so like, uh, and we would, like, train these kids – Training, I'm saying it in quotation marks because I shouldn't have been training kids. I get that. But Drew got his ice cream. What, what yeah, flavor but, is it? Chocolate. And, uh, we're, uh, talking to the grandpa, I'm doing Empire a little bit, but I kind of, like, I always class with Andy. I'm sure you guys remember that. Yeah, yeah, Me yeah. Me and yeah. Andy would fight like crazy because, like, uh, I'm very, like, I want to be the best all the time at everything forever, um... I'm not saying I am. I'm saying, like, that's my mindset at all times. I'm like, I have to be better than the other person that I'm wrestling, and I have to be the best person on the show. I have to have the best match. And uh, so sometimes I ball out, as the kids say. You know what I'm talking about, Kevin Ryan? <laughs> I would ball out in these matches and do so much and catch so much heat when I walk through the curtain. He's Because like, right. Andy was the simple book. Yeah, he's like, less, why did you do this much? Why best. did you do this much? And uh, one time I got to wrestle Ace Rockwell, which was really cool. And he walked it to me. He said, "Hey, let's do everything you want to do, and I'll take the heat with hand to you later." And I said, oh. "So he went all out, and it was <laughs> awesome." Uh, and he called his stuff too. Like it's not like he didn't call anything, but he let me like pitch my ideas. So did Kyle. Kyle was really cool about that, uh, and that was just really cool. But I was just getting really frustrated because at the time I'm a heel, right? I'm junior heavyweight heel. The champion is Johnny Viper forever. Yeah, he's a like, junior heavyweight. Six hundred something right? fucking right. days. There's no way without me turning face, I'm gonna wrestle Johnny Viper right. for the belt. There's no way I can ever like get closer to the belt. So I was getting very irritated, and uh, I've been training Jade. And uh, his grandpa was like, "Can he do shows?" I was like, "To be honest, yeah. Like I, he could do shows because he's way better than I was when I started doing right. shows. So why the fuck couldn't he?" I was like, "But no one's gonna book him because he's 15. Like that's not gonna happen." He was like, "Well, I have an idea. What if we just rent a building?" put the ring in there. We run our own shows. I was like, that's the best goddamn idea I've ever heard. I was like, I love that because that means I don't have to go back to Empire. So let's run that real quick. So we rent this building. We set up the ring. He's like, do you know wrestlers? I was like, I know wrestlers. So I'm calling wrestlers. I'm like, hey, wrestlers, get to the GD show. That's where I get Drew Game in, too. He's So you're
0: calling it this time anybody that's pretty much not a regular at Empire or yeah, AWF.
5: like the other people that would be local in the area, but also weren't Empire guys, because the Empire guys at that time was real clicky at yeah. that time. It, oh, was yeah. very, it was very like you had to be in this like click. Well, era. at that time,
0: that's when that that, uh, that beef was going on with AWF, so right. uh, those shows didn't co me on So, it, other than I think Chips and Woody's, yep. and mainly because Chips was on a Friday night and Woody's was an hour and a half away.
5: Yep. So I, I grabbed a bunch of people like uh, that were good in the area, like Drew Game, I get Ray Fury, I get Jake Murphy, I get Sean Rage.
0: You uh, got uh,
5: Yeah, the great Renga, Uh, Like, all these people that, like, I worked with that I knew were good, and I thought it was, like, kind of shitty they don't get to wrestle local at, like, a good show like Empire. So I was like, cool, we'll build our own good show. Fuck them. Uh, and we did. Like, it was cool when it first started off. It was were Rocky you the first. first booker yes. for TWE? Yes, I was the first booker for TWE. Uh, Drew Game was the first champion for TWE. And uh, honestly, like one of the coolest like angles I've ever like seen on the indies that like I had a hand in. Where uh, I'll I'll show it to you. So like the rule was Joey's the GM. He's a babyface. He's been cutting these babyface Mike spills every day, and he's so good on the bottom. There's a tournament. Joey Drew Game has so came to the end, and Jaden Newman's came to the end. Right. Of course, everybody's like, we want Jaden Newman to win. It's in Red Bank, Tennessee, his hometown. It's his whole family in the show built for him. Right. And he's wrestling Drew Game, the dirtiest player in the game. In the game. Right uh, but Drew Game was winning every match with a different gimmick. He'd always have a different gimmick, right? And so the rule was, like the stipulation was, before the match, Joey would pick three people from the audience, and they could search Drew Game for a gimmick, right? And so he would picked this person. That person got in the ring. They pat him down. They find brass knuckles in his tights, <laughs> nice. and he's like, "Ah, oh, man." He, Drew Game's like, "Shit, I can't use those." And then they call from another person from the audience. They find like a lead pipe in his boot. And he's like, ah, man, there's my lead pipe. I can't use that. And so then they're like, He's like, I've got a special one for the next one. Of course, i got to get myself in the main event. You know how it is. So here comes Chris Krokel. And uh, Drew Game's like, oh, no. Chris Krunk will know where I have my weapon. I turn him around. We lift up his shirt. He's got a lead pop duct taped to his back, <laughs> like, which is very funny because he wouldn't even be able to reach it like at all to begin with, like to get it off. But like, so we could do that. And the crowd's like, man, Jay Newman's really going to win this because they've taken everything away from him. And uh, it gets close to the end of the match. The ref gets knocked down. Drew goes and gets a chair. Right, he brings it up, but Joey takes it from him. Right, and Joey's in the ring. He's like, "You're not cheating here." And Joey, and Drew games, of course, all sad. And then he cracks Jaden over the head with the chair. Joey does. Nice. And Drew Game pins him one, two, three. Drew Game's the first ever T.W.G. Nice. And trash is just nice. being hurled into the ring. Good. And everybody's I love just swerving. Awesome. It was so good. He definitely uh,
0: defines really? your your face, your heel, your your heel commissioner at that time.
3: Perfect like booking. Legit. Who, you know, like, because a lot of the people, like, there was even like Jaden's classmates, yeah. you know, from the high school would come there, you know, and like, and Jaden was, you know, this young, good looking baby face, So, you know, all, yeah. of, you know, everybody was there that wanted, loved him. And it was just like, just said the presidents that, you know, here's the heel, and then we just keep Jaden fighting for it.
2: For yeah. Us. And yeah, perfect. The chase is always good. Always, I, always good.
5: I'm very controlling when I write stuff, uh, and so like I just like I want to do what I wanted to do, right? And so I did that for like a year, I think I booked TWE, and then finally, like Grandpa just kept saying, "Well, hey, you got to book this guy this week," and I'm like, "Jesus Christ, I didn't have that guy written down, like right. he's not on the roster." Or he'd be like, "Hey, you got to book this guy this week." Hey, we got to book this guy. Hey, we got to book this guy. And he just got so irritating. So I said, "Hey, I'm going to leave. Like, I don't want to book here anymore." I'm going to leave. So I give the book away. I go back to Empire for a little while and other stuff. Who
0: takes the book when you're gone? Was it Drew or Mickey Gotti? Drew Game? I
5: think it was me.
0: Yeah, I think it was Drew Game. Okay. And then did you you go back and work for Drew at all?
5: I did not work there while Drew was booking.
0: Did you work with Mickey Gotti? No. So you come back right before I did working for Toy.
5: I did not work for Toy either. So you come back when I came back. I only came back for you. Okay.
0: Okay. And that was like you were saying, Bug was you had to book this guy, I had to book that mm-hmm. guy. Yep. When uh, Fortune and I took the job, I didn't want the job. I was done. Mm-hmm. I took, I'd been gone from Empire for three months, was actually enjoying not having the stress of having to be somewhere. And so I'm telling this man everything I can not to get hired. And apparently, that's, he probably wanted somebody to be total opposite of what he was. And the only time he, and I told him, I said, I have to have complete control over the whole booking. And the only time that I didn't was when he realized he had that one guy that come from uh, Boston or something. The guy that smacked the shit out of Jaden a few times. That wouldn't even yeah, come out in really the dressing mean. room. You remember him, Drew? Tony yeah, Spencer remember. or something like that?
3: sounds man. Other
0: than that, that was the only time that I ever, Bud was like, you got to book this guy. But speaking from experience, and Drew can too, booking a show with Bud is the worst <laughs> experience I've ever had in wrestling. Um, just due to the fact that and the way I put it to him I was like look I'm not going to come to your electrical business and tell you how to run that because I don't know nothing about it you know nothing about my business so don't tell me nothing about it you handle the door, the concessions and the payouts, you let me handle the talent within the budget you gave me yep. and you know, Crunk come back working for me the first show and uh, we created the anonymous group Mm-hmm. It was Crunk, uh, Joey Gambino, uh, Ringa, mm-hmm. and then we ended up putting Chase Jordan with him for a little while. Right. Which led to Chase's first big, big, big match was Chase and his dad and Brandon against the three of you guys, correct?
5: Uh, no, that never happened. So I wrestled Brandon three on one. It was me, Chase, and Joey versus Brandon. That was Brandon. at the first big show. Yeah, three yeah. on one, and. uh. Brandon like uh Chase won right like like but in a clean way like he did it clean and so afterwards like him and Brandon like shook hands and I was livid about it right so the next show like I make Chase Jordan lay down so Joey can pin him that's right yeah Joey pins him in the middle of the ring Chase is real pissed about it uh we build a few more like weeks or whatever he finally turns on me like beats the shit out of me like whatever uh and we build up like me and Joey versus him and his dad. That's
0: what it was. That was at the second. Yeah. And here was a good thing about Booking Crunk at that time. I would say, this is what I'm thinking. And then he would take that and he would come back with months. Because we would do quarterly big shows. we do four big shows a year. So you could stretch your angle for three months and tell that story. Uh, even if he wasn't wrestling. So he would come back. Within a couple of days, he'd message me. And he's got everything laid out for the next three months leading up to big show. And then, it would he would either have the ending of where we kill it here, or we keep it going, branched off of this. But mm-hmm. I do remember the one thing he you hate it bigger than anything was tag matches at that yes. time. I like did. I'd send the card out, he's like, "You got me in a tag." I was like, "Yeah, we're doing it." And most of the time, when I had Crunk actually doing a tag, it was during the tag team tournament. Yeah, and uh, he was like, "Just give me the week off." I said, "I have to have you in it because it's it's me and Jaden." So we need that match or it's then I need you after it was, they followed us in the semi. So it was leading up to that because of his history with Jaden. But it was so easy to book crunk. I don't understand why anybody would have heat with it. Cause <laughs> I, like I mean, you, you pitch an idea him. and he runs with it and yeah. gives you like, okay. Uh, if you're booking a weekly show, which T W at the time was weekly. I mean, we were every Saturday night. You, I'm having a book. Uh, and you, did you come to T W at all when I was booking Josh? <sighs>
2: I don't think so. I went to a couple
0: of shows when Jason first started training. Okay, well, this was, was, I think, their third year in business. Nobody on my roster just had matches. Everybody had a story. Like, everything was leading to those big shows. And when the big shows were done, um, when I first got there, I think there was like 40 people in the crowd. After I started booking, we averaged 125 paid. Uh Big shows, we would be standing room only with people waiting outside, hoping to get in, and they would wait the whole show. It's like maybe 320 inside and probably 50 more outside with hoping that somebody leaves after their boyfriend or something wrestles. That is
2: awesome.
0: And that's because of guys like Crunk, guys like Dr- even Drew. You tell Drew something. Like I had the idea for TWA had done a big show the year before called First Blood. So we did, of course, we did First Blood Part D. And it was a, ladder, or a first blood match. So I tell Drew he's going to beat Ray for the heavyweight title that night. And then Drew decides nobody's gonna blade. He's just gonna dump a whole fucking pint of stage blood on Ray Fury and piss everybody off. But that was a good thing about booking those guys was they would you would give them an idea and then you were done. All you had to do was write it on the board the next week.
2: That's awesome.
0: So I mean, there's a
3: lot of like fun angles there too. You know, there was um. I mean, like I remember when I was heavyweight. Um, Sean Rage angle, and we did the match against Tiger Kid. First match, and Tiger Kid came in and just gave me that, ran in, and gave me that hella kick, kick, whatever you call it. Yeah, and which was Sean's finish in me right there one, two, three. Like it's literally like five seconds into the match, and he takes his mask off, and it's Sean Rage. Nice, and then I can, and then I can be like. No, 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 This match was with the Tiger Kid. It wasn't with Sean Rage, you know, giving my belt back, you know. Like, there was so much fun angles we did there. And it was, I mean, a lot of us, too, like I, all of us took to building Jaden, too. That was oh, like yeah, I
0: one. agree. That was my focus on the whole tag division was to build Jaden. And then uh, yeah, was, what I got heat was my- for was putting Jaden on that losing streak, much like you did when – Or Crunk, I'm saying you, much like Crunk did when he had him go under to you. I I had Jaden on this losing streak, but he's going to fight Ray Fury in a best two out of three falls match, and he wins two falls straight in, like, 13 seconds over Ray Fury. He should have been pushed to the fucking moon after that. Drew, you you wrestled for Crunk when he was booking. Uh, Any memories of that? He was shit.
3: No, we just, like, Crunk and I, like, we... I, you know, I'm very old school. Right? right. And I got really, really old school then, too. And I was doing those old gimmicks because, I mean, I was, you know, I couldn't go as hard as I could before. You know, so I figured out ways to make it look like I was going harder than I actually was. Right. You know, and I think that's what we learn in wrestling.
0: Work smarter, and, not harder.
3: Yeah, and so anytime I'd have, like, people be like, hey, I want to put this over, put you here. You know, what's an idea? And I'd come out with some, like, old-school Memphis stuff that Crunk would get, because he's actually watches as much new stuff as he watches. Like, all that imaginary land stuff you watch. Because Japan's not a real place. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that imagined Wrestling is amazing, though.
3: Yeah, but, uh... The, you know, the, new, the when you mix that new stuff with the old stuff, it just was magic. Like you said, you know, the... the the gimmicks, you know, all the different stuff taped to my body and stuff like that. I mean, Ben, how many times have we done that at GXW?
0: Oh yeah. It was you just know? that was an easy way to kill time and to to get over. So
3: and I mean and there was stuff, you know, I was also in and out a lot. That was right when my really traveling was taking like when I got the book, I was like trying to find someone to take the book. Right, you know, because it wasn't was like I'll do it just because I want to keep this place going.
0: Yeah, because this is about the same time you hit the cruiserweight champion run. Because I know well, you were just, when I when I took the book, you were you were sporadic at best.
3: Yeah, and it, you know it was. And one thing I'll say is, Bud. Even I went there last week to their um, Saturday show, which was a hell of a show, by the way, um, and taped that great uh, promo that Tank taped. Yeah. The love, uh, the love for Chris
5: Cron. Seen that Kron. Uh, Kevin Ron actually showed it to me today. Yeah.
0: Which I think it's funny. Like you said, all that shit. I wasn't even in the room when y'all were talking about that, and I still got the fucking heat for it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I put it off on you, asshole. Um, so you know, but it was like, uh, sorry, pain medicine's working. <laughs> but you know, I, I, coming in, it were like always was fun stuff to do. And Bud would always be like, I was the exception. You know, I was the one that was, if I was in town, I was booked. So I'm sure I got some heat on some of that too.
0: No, it was always easy when I was booking because worst case scenario, you could just wrestle me. We'd yeah. go down there and done nothing for 20 minutes and still stole. So, All right. So after you leave TWE Crump, do what? How many times did you book at TWE Me?
5: No trunk, twice.
0: Twice. Uh, yeah, that's where we're going to next. All right. So I leave TWE. Yeah. Um. I'm told that when I get fired via text from the concession stand worker, that <laughs> Bud didn't even have enough balls to do it himself. Mm. Uh, I talked to Jaden. Uh, we're cool. But everybody else keeps telling me that Chris Crunk stabbed me in the back, and that he's a piece of shit, and he's this, and he's that. So. And Unlike most crunk. professional wrestlers and just believe the shit, I messaged Crump, And I was like, hey man, at first I was I was that ass. I was like, look, motherfucker, everything I've done for you, you stabbed me in the fucking back. And he goes, I don't know what you've heard. And so then we call each other. And I was like, This is I heard that you got you got the book, you got the phone Tuesday at training, and you're calling everybody booking on for the show. He said, I'm doing what Bud asked me to do. Call the guys.
5: So uh Prior to that, I pretty much, like, always try to have control over what I do. Like, if right. you tell me something, like, I'm like, great, I'll do that, but here's how I want to do it. Right. That's just how Which I... Which we were... I was cool with that. Right. And so you and I had talked, and we kind of got to where, like, there was this belt called the Pure Hybrid title, and I was like, hey, what if I book the angles for this, and you just do everything else? And you had said, yeah, that's great. And I was like, perfect.
0: Yeah, because what, what we were going for was it was the Pure title right. and I thought that was pure shit.
5: Because if you're going to
0: have a pure title, wrestle the fucking pure rules. And if goddamn ring of honor in 2002 and three with the talent they had, couldn't pull off a pure match, these jackals we had in red bank, damn sure we're going to do it. So I tell Crump, we need something different, but I didn't want to do a junior heavyweight. I didn't want to do a cruiserweight. I didn't want to do a light heavyweight because that, to me that limits the guys in that division. Uh, so Crump was like, how about hybrid? And I was like, I like it. I like it. And then, so we're talking and, uh, He's kind of wanting to incorporate more of the Ring of Honor Japan style into this uh, this division, which I'm totally cool with because I'm a huge Japan fan. That's my first favorite wrestling. And I was like, okay, so we agree that he's going to book the guys for that. He'll, you know, within budget, of course. Like, yeah. he'll tell me what matches he wants to do. We'll book the guys. Makes your budget set. Right. And so, from what he told me at that point, was you can go from there that oh,
5: yeah. once so, we, we have our conversation. Uh, I'm just like, hey, I'll take. Like, so say there's 16 guys, I'm like, hey, I'll take these four and I'll write stuff for us, and then you do the rest. And so, and that's just kind of how we were going to do it. And I'm at TWE like every day at this point because uh, I have a key, me and Jaden are best friends. Working out all the yeah, time. Uh we're hanging out, like wrestling in the ring, like every day, like running, uh, just playing fucking wrestlers' music and doing moves to each other type stuff. Uh, and then I, of course, like, tell. Uh, Jaden and all them, I'm like, hey, I'm going to start booking this part. This is going to be really cool. That word goes to Bud. And then Bud gets the idea of like, well, let's get rid of Ben. Why? I don't know. Uh, Apparently money issue. Who knows? Yeah, that's what he
0: told me. Uh, He ended up telling Jason Collins that they were losing money,
5: Yeah.
0: but your building is crowded every weekend. How they were losing money was Jaden's mom would let anybody she thought was cute in for fucking free. Yeah. So there would be a waffle of firefighters and cops in there for free. I don't give a fuck. It ain't my money. But don't ever accuse me of yeah. fucking stealing from you.
5: And my my ta- my positive at the time was I would never charge them for anything. Like I wrestled for free. I would book for free because I don't really care. I just really wanted to wrestle at that time. Right
0: now he was paying me a lot of money to book the show. <laughs> yeah. Because initially it was supposed to be Matt Fortune and I booking together. Yeah. Fortune got the job, but I love you, Matt, but Matt didn't have the balls to tell Andy he was booking TWE. Right. Mm. So he helped me for like two weeks, and the deal was it was 50 bucks a piece. So when Matt quit, Bud didn't try to renegotiate the money, so I was taking $100. Yep. Had he talked to me, I would have took the $50. Yep. But I would have probably quit about the same time I got fired because literally Bud was hands off, like – I would have to fill the calls from the talent. I would have to post the messages on Facebook. Everything except actually paying to print the posters and opening the doors and paying the rent. Yep. I had to do everything else. So and I had a full time job as an office manager at the time. So it was it was kind of stressful. But
3: he, It was his first job. So it was yeah. Full-time job.
0: Yeah. First, first <laughs> one. I was a wrestler before <laughs> then. Who needed a job? You get it. Yeah <laughs> I lived it, brother. So <laughs> Um, I I talked to Crunk and this is after he's had this conversation with Bud and he's like I fought to keep you and he goes my opinion was you book me book and Roger Cantrell book mm-hmm. come to find out it was Roger who kind of pushed me out the door and I'm the one that got Roger in at TWA so I have no use for Roger Cantrell. He's a piece of fucking shit. He's a mooch, and he's a user, and he always has been since Paul Lee's. Oh I don't give a fuck. I'll oh bury a bitch.
5: I, I like Roger. <laughs> I, I did like Roger. Yeah.
0: I did like Roger, but the person who told me this has yeah. never lied to me, and I know he never would. So,
5: luckily for me, Roger's, quote, unquote, never done anything bad to me, but I'm also not allowed at TWE anymore, so God knows who has control over that. You know what I mean? Uh, but, One, two, I booked T W V from here on. We have to rebuild because, like, literally when Ben split, he went straight to start U E W, and so like we lost over half our roster for sure. So now uh, we're using you,
0: you lost half of them that Monday when I got fired. Yes, yeah, so because when I got fired, I left. Brad Cash left. Jason Max left. Brandon Collins left. Jason Collins left. Jason Hampton left. Eli Thompson left. KT left. I think the only the ones that I brought in, you guys kept, was Brandon Daniels.
5: No, I did not keep Brandon Daniel. Brandon well, he, he he's, he he, sta- he's on my list of people I hate. He, he's, <laughs> he stayed
0: for long enough to drop the tag titles. Yes. Uh and you kept well, you kept Johnny Rock, uh Sons of Sand left, so you kept one guy. Yeah. And so yeah, you pretty much had to do a complete rebuild then.
5: Yes. And so I did a uh oh,
0: uh, and we got Chase Jordan,
5: yeah, and Chase Jordan left he was like a big he was my big staple of like building the hybrid division and you're uh,
0: probably your second baby face under Jake right
5: because i I had like put a lot into Chase because I actually grew to really really like chase at the time. we do not talk now. I haven't talked to him in like two years. I probably won't ever talk to him again not because I hate him, but just I don't know that's just how I am <laughs> so we he leaves. I'm like, fuck, we got to rebuild everything. So we rebuild, we rebuild everything as well as we can. You know, we're running shows again and everything's going kind of better. And uh, I actually grew like a relationship with UEW. We'll talk about that in a second. But mm-hmm. uh,
0: well, I did a- AWE first.
5: Yeah, at TWE, like, I, I did start going to AWE, uh, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. Which
0: is right about this time.
5: Yeah, I meet. Uh, you're there.
0: Well, we had started. UEW was up and running at this time because. At this point, I had wrestled at TWE and I was done. I was just, I couldn't take no more. I was just gonna be a a backstage booker. Just book the show, book the talent, put the cards together. If there ever needed to be an authority figure on camera, I'll do that. Uh, What happens is Murder One and uh, Siler Cross come up and work for me. And they're wrestling Sky Adams and Drew Myers. Well, Drew Myers gets scared of murder one like physically get scared of murder one and fiends an, an injury like 35 seconds into the match. So like they're throwing up the X. and you were at UEW, So I'm sitting there at the, uh, where the commentator table yeah. was, and I'm watching the murders. Like, what do I do? And I was like, keep going. I'll come. So I go back there and uh, I tell our music guys, like give me a minute and a half and hit my music. I'm, I'm a suit like a full on suit. Yeah. So I'm back there now ripping this suit off. So I get down to where I have uh, one knee pad on and under trunks and my fucking music hits. So I throw my singlet on and run out real quick and there's video of it where I'm putting my boots on on the ramp and lace them up just high enough to get around my ankle. Hop in the ring, uh, start trading fists with murdering them. I was like, I'll do the shine, take finish and heat on brother, or I'll do the heat, give him the hot, I don't know the finish. So we go probably about five minutes and me getting spots in, then they start the heat. Go to the floor, he posts me. We come back, Murder's like, my dude, you can still go, I need you tomorrow. Uh, the Double Dragons were booked to face the Lynches. They couldn't make it, so me and Jason Collins go down. And that's when we run into you. Like, yep. they had just got there with the ring, and it was me, Murder, the Lynches, Jason and Jimmy Rafe on the back patio. And then I see Crunk starting to help carry the ring in. And, uh, everybody's like, Jimmy tells me, he goes, yeah, I have heat. And I was like, no, no, we don't have heat. And he goes, Oh, I heard there was major heat. Like he was going to fuck him up when you sent him. I was like, nah, man, this is what happened. So I lay out everything that was said. And I was like, I messaged." And I showed him the message. I was like, well, you know, we squashed it. We're good. So I think you were supposed to work that day mm-hmm. and <coughs> murder wouldn't let him work because murder has been my boy for Shit, I don't even want to say it, but he's been my boy for like 25 years. Oh, fucking time. And so, out of respect for me, he wasn't going to book Crunk. And then uh, somebody, Jimmy, tells me, because I think, was it Jimmy that talked to you that day, or was it somebody else that talked to you about why they didn't use you? Was it Wheeler?
5: Probably Josh Wheeler.
0: Might have been Josh Wheeler. But anyway, it got back, and Jimmy told me, he's like, hey, they didn't book your boy because they think you got heat. So I tell Murder, and Murder's like, yeah, I don't have heat. And I was like, fuck no, dude, we're good. He goes, I'll book him on the next show. I was like, "Well, I'll go talk to him." So there's a couch out there, and this was at uh, was it Masquerade we were at?
5: No, not this one. This was a it's some bar. It was
0: a little bar. I mean, right off the interstate in the I can't remember the name of it, but we're there on a Sunday afternoon. So I sit down and I'm talking to Crunk, and I was like, "Hey, man, they didn't use you because of me, and I'm sorry. I feel bad." And he's like, no, "No, no worries." I said, "But don't worry." I said, "You're on all the shows from here on out." Yeah. And then uh, I remember he sent me a message. He goes. For all the guys in Chattanooga, you're one of the most honest that I've ever met. He goes, you've always done what you said you'd do with me. And ever since then, Kronk and I have been cool as shit. Like, I think
5: the world of him. Yep.
0: Uh,
5: so, I do AWB. Uh, I do a trial pre-show match. I do really well in that. So, But the next show, they put me in a tag match with this guy named Eli something. Names. Some Alabama kid. Yeah, Daniel. It, Daniel. it was. It was. Eli Daniels, Eli Daniel. and we're wrestling uh, Joe Black and William Huckabee, right? But the thing was, and they told me about this later. Uh, Murder One had Igged Joe Black and William Huckabee to like beat the fuck out of me to like make sure like I don't come back, right? And I was like, nothing to do with this. Yeah, and so um, we're calling the match, and I like. Of course, they're not letting me get anything in. I, I, I completely understand how this is about to go. And I'm like, sure, whatever. Eli Daniels just starts going off about how he did Ring of Honor. He needs to, he's like, he's like, did you not know that I wrestled on Ring of Honor and that uh, I need to be able to hit this move because I did it at Ring of Honor just saying all this stuff in the locker room in front of everybody. Oh, wow. And so the Heat immediately Was switches. Was this the same building? Yes.
0: Which the the locker room in that building is about as big as this living room. The, the and heat, there's like 20, 30 guys The Heat it. immediately
5: wow. switches. They're like, crunk, you take the hot tag. He's taking the heat. I was like, cool, yeah. And they were like, okay,
0: so this was all in the back calling the match, not yeah. actually. In, okay, I got you, yeah. I got you. So
5: then uh, they still didn't let me call anything for the hot tag, which is really funny. They were like, don't call anything. I was like, got it, cool. So they beat the fuck out of that guy. Like broke his nose, all kinds of shit. It was nasty. I was like, ugh, <laughs> that's fucking gross. And so they tag me in. I do a little bit of what I can do. I take the finish. They did uh, one, two, three, or whatever it was. They win. They get in the back and like. Uh, I was pr- Immediately like Pretty much like Cool with the locker room then Cause like uh, They came up to me They were like Hey We were supposed to Beat the fuck out of you You weren't being a bitch about it Like you were just like Yeah sure Like I'm gonna go out there And then this guy Started being an asshole So like We'll just keep you around I was like cool So I started doing that I come back Like a show or two later I get to wrestle Jimmy Rave once Which was really cool Cause I watched Jimmy Like religiously When mm-hmm. I was a kid Cause I was a big Ring of Honor guy I was there for that match uh, I wrestled Jimmy It's actually pretty good It's still on YouTube It's got a ton of <coughs> views. I got high praise for that because Jimmy is the champ at the time. He needs to wrestle somebody to beat, like, pretty cleanly. When uh, he was very nice, he gave me stuff. Like, I got to do a lot. Uh, and he let me call it. It wasn't like, here's what you're going to do, right. kid. He let me call it. Uh, Jimmy's good business. And he just, like, made sure it was in a good spot, right, where it all made sense. And I sold my ass off. So afterwards, after that, they were going to try to find me something to do. They put me with Ken Lee. We mm-hmm. start tagging. We're the Spring Street Suicide Squad because the show's on Spring Street. Right. Um, and we do we tag against all kinds of people like the Carnies, William Huckabee and Joe Black, like any kind of big tag team. there the the time. Yeah, we would wrestle. Uh, and that kind of blew up, which was really fucking cool. Uh, me and Ken Lee did as the Spring Street Suicide Squad. So we did this. Uh, they do a um show of the year type style, uh, where it's their anniversary show. They did that. I wrestled Lynch Mob opening match. People are going ballistic about it. It's me and Ken Lee versus Lunch Mob. Like, we get uh, the. What's it called where they throw the shit in the ring? The streamers. Streamers. We get oh, the, yeah, okay. They, me and Ken Streamer Lee Streamer treatment. Out, we get the fucking streamers. No one at the show had gotten streamers yet, but we are like covered in them. Like, just drowned. Uh, because we were like two really homegrown, like, AWE guys. Right. Like, because everybody else was like names they'd bring in or like people or whatever. So, like, uh, and I was like, fuck, this is really cool. Then we wrestled Lunch Mob. It's super good. This guy comes up to us afterwards. He's like, hey, Uh, I book in New York for this show called Tier 1 we're doing a piggyback show that's like Tier 1 and Evolve all in the same night so you get to do the same night we want you guys to come up there we're gonna pay you like this stupid number they give us a stupid number and they're like they're like, will that work? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sure we could do it for that like, i like, that the one in Brooklyn? Yeah. yeah, in my head. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> a- yeah. yeah, I'm like, it's crazy. Then, like, immediately after that, the Mucha Lucha Atlanta booker comes up to us. He's like, I want to see this on my show. So we're booked on Mucha Lucha Because he was already using
0: Joey at the time. Yeah so, yeah.
5: so now we're booked on Mucha Lucha Atlanta, doing the show, the match there. We get booked on that Wrestle America show, doing it there. Gallo like show. Yeah, we're just going here, 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 wrestling the Lynch Mob. When we went up north, we didn't wrestle the Lynch Mob. We wrestled uh, Sunny Kiss and Flip Gordon. Nice. How fucking crazy is that? Nice. Uh, Yeah. And so we go up there and, like, we kill it. And, like, that show was awesome because I got to meet William Regal and that'll stick in my head forever. Oh, yeah, Regal is amazing. uh, You guys
0: drove from Chattanooga to Brooklyn? Chattanooga
5: to Brooklyn back. and we did that. We ended up doing that a lot. We actually went to Rhode Island a few times too, which nice. is a very long oh, drive yeah. for a show called did What? Did you get
3: any sleep? To Brooklyn?
5: No, there was no sleep till Brooklyn. We had to. <laughs> we had to make sure to not sleep until we got there. Uh, <laughs>
0: nice um, one, Drew.
5: I got very lucky. Uh, actually, Kronk put that on his page. I remember him
0: putting that up. Yeah, me. I remember. I remember Krunk. the. Uh...
5: Yeah, and so like I really like. I'm not saying like I. Um, broke a boundary but I, I did like technically like because like kids like me because like how it works here in this area of wrestling in the Chattanooga like tri-state area that we're in there's you guys right Ben Drew Jason Hampton then there's the really young guys Jaden Chase Jordan Bailey Blake but there's no middle besides me no you know what I mean like I'm the middle one right there's nobody else there was, Dragon, there was Chucky Dragon there was KT he's there gone there was KT he's gone so it's just me I'm that little weird bridge right And so like, I was like, man, Uh,
3: like that's what happened with Ben and I, and then Jason is we were that middle, I always said we were middle schoolers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We we were 10 years too late. Either way you look at it. Right. 10 years earlier, um, we would either made a ton of fucking money on the territories or we'd be broke doing a podcast like we are now. (laughs) One of the two, if we were 10 years later, we might have contracts at one of the other companies yeah. or or maybe, maybe not still be working there but you know at least producing backstage so right. Woody dubbed us the middle right. schoolers because we're we're not full on old school and it's like when you would always pitch like this area needs a ring of honor style show mm-hmm. and most of the time when you said that what do people around here do to you? They would tell me I'm an idiot or laugh right in your fucking yeah. face and right. you told me that I was like Bro, if we can do Ring of Honor from like o two, o three, even o four, yeah. I am down. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then he was like, like he looked at me like, "Are you serious?" Because at the time, I'm a, I'm mid thirties, mid to late thirties, and like I'm a huge Ring of Honor fan, but I'm yeah. a wrestling fan first, and I understand that I can't go back now and watch some of the stuff that I watched as a kid yep. because it doesn't hold up. Like sentimental value is still there. Like I can go and watch like. The Bash from '88, and there may be two good matches on it. But yeah. I remember as a kid, that whole show was a fucking banger. Right. Now yeah. I'm like, this shit sucks. <laughs> Every this clash guy of champion,
1: horrible. Like Every I clash be, of the champion, sitting there watching. Yeah, you're, like, you're on the edge of your seat. Like I was oh, a huge
0: Carrie yeah. Von Erich fan growing up because we got world class. As soon as I got off the school bus, yeah. thought he was the greatest thing ever. Once I got into business and watched it, he's the fucking shits. He's a body, and that's it. Like he has. I mean, granted, he's got one fucking foot. I'll give him that. He's a hell of a body. He's a hell of a body. Uh, Kevin was fucking strong style before that was even a word. Like, Kevin's beating people's ass in the 80s, like straight Japan style. But I understand that the business has to evolve. And that's always, on any show I've ever done, you've got a little bit of everything. Like, Crunk is going to give you the New Japan early Ring of Honor feel. Jason (laughs) is going to give you... Hampton is going to give you the tag team specialist because I taught me and drew taught him well, but once you get me and drew in there, we're telling you a fucking story and this story might not pan out in this two hour show. You might have to come back for the next couple weeks to see where we're going with this story. But my body drew's body can't hold up to the abuse like it used to. Mm -hmm. But I understand that. I understand that every wrestling crowd doesn't want to watch the same shit. Mm -hmm. So you have to give them variety. So, that's why I think it was great. Like you said, you kind of broke a uh, a boundary. Mm-hmm. That's great that you did that. And something else you did that, other than Tank, nobody else in this area has really done. And Tank mainly did it because he moved to Ohio. Yeah. Most guys from this area don't cross the Mason-Dixon line.
4: Right.
0: I mean, very seldom. Uh, yeah. I did a few shows in Ohio, a couple in New York, and that was it. Uh, I did one in Chicago. I did, I
3: did, I did Michigan, Rhode Island.
0: We did Michigan, we did ICP show, I forgot about that. That was fucking crazy. I did one shot in Indiana. Yeah.
5: Because, like, I'd heard Once all these again, stories. What, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Like, like, what Ben was saying last
3: time we were talking, Tank and Crunk are so much alike.
5: Yeah.
0: God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you I
5: mean, know what? Should, no, I have to talk about this. A... I have to talk about yeah. this. Me and Tank are not alike. We, uh, we There's so many differences. Like, I have really good hair. Like my eyes are right here, uh, like i He I'm, does too. He's just on his back now. I'm really athletic, and uh, I I look like I'm really attractive. Hold on, hold on, I, hold on. I'm, oh. I'm to
0: let, let me get Warren on the phone. That,
5: I, <laughs> or, do you want me to repeat this? Or? No, he'll
0: trust me. He'll listen to it at work tonight.
5: Yeah. Uh, like, I'll I mean, get
0: a call at 8.30 and we God damn it.
5: Yeah. <laughs> like, and he oh. said, he says that I don't know how to work and he's right. I haven't worked at McDonald's my whole life like he has. So like, I've been Coca-Cola. having to like be Coca-Cola. in
3: the room. Re- what was it? He works at
5: Coca-Cola. Oh yeah. He- I haven't been delivering the, the cream soda diet or the peppers <laughs> as much as he has. Here,
0: here's where Drew said y'all were similar. And I oh, see his man. comparison. Like he always says tank is air areas. cornet. Yeah. Like, which uh, is
5: my idol. I want to put that in. But there. he says
0: you're our areas. Yeah, Paul, Paul Heyman.
5: Which I hate, oh. but that's a. Okay. But it, it,
0: it's the thing. It's kind of <laughs> similar. Kind of similar. Cornette wants to keep everything the way it was, me too. which I love Cornette. <laughs> don't <laughs> get me wrong. <laughs> Heyman wanted to evolve everything. I liked it too. A um, lot <laughs> like, like hell. Just, it yeah,
2: a lot like was hell. Like, y'all
3: don't have the exact same opinions. It was just like yeah, sitting out, standing outside. You know what? The looking right. at y'all too. Y'all both really care about wrestling. You know, and a lot of this is... Yes. Uh,
0: yeah. Tank's sorry, got his views, problem, and right. he's 100% behind
3: them. Yeah. And y'all both love wrestling, and that's part of the... You know, as much... Even Tank, you know, he's like, Hey, guys, you know, I'm just kidding, by the way. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, it's a fun little shoot, work shoot. You know what I mean? But that's the fun part of wrestling around here is we can... Yeah.
0: And with Tank, if he don't fuck with you, you know he don't like you. If he that's fucks right, with you, he likes it. you. You know. That's it. All right,
3: I'm going to take more drugs, guys. to right. right. see you, man. I'll be right
0: back. All right. All right. But uh I I kind of see that, but you said breaking the uh, the barrier. Yeah. Nobody really does that. Like yeah. Tank did a lot of the the deathmatch stuff up north and then yeah. uh he ended up moving to Ohio with his wife and uh they ended up doing a lot of stuff up there, but usually for the most part like Jason's been wrestling 19 years. He's did one show north of the Mason-Dixon right. line. Uh Right,
5: cuz it's hard to break out in here.
0: We did a handful of them, but honestly a lo- so, most of those shows for me were based off working for high spots delivering rings. Yeah. We would like we would deliver I spot
1: because uh Corey Die canceled. Corey Die Shaper- canceled and Brad Cash needed her drive. To
0: go to IWA Mid South, but uh like the weirdest one was like we deliver a ring to I C P at their studio or their warehouse in yeah. downtown Detroit in the fucking ghetto. Yeah. And they're running a show there and it was fucking cool as shit. Not uh, a big ICP fan, but... So, I mean, yeah. it was still cool. Like, you walked in, and they had, uh... They had, like, three rings already, and they got a cage, and they got, like, all these pay-per-view chairs from the stuff they did with WCW and WWF. Yep. Sure. So that was yeah. cool, and, like... Uh, What's the... Uh, blonde headed one. Violent shit. Yeah, Violent J. Violent yeah. J yeah. comes down, like, straight, no gimmick. He's got glasses on and a fucking button-up shirt. And I was no like, shit. what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, this will tell you how long ago it was. Uh, Twist It hadn't even come out yet, like... We got a sample of their uh, first CD release that day. It was me and Woody. It was cool as shit. But that that right there, to me, is a big accomplishment for somebody in this area, especially you being in that middle of the the group of guys you talked about to be able to uh, go to Atlanta for one, which was always a hotbed for us, and which Chattanooga was too. Uh, I wish there was a way we could get Chattanooga back to what it used to be. No doubt. Um, but Atlanta was, murder was trying to bring it back. You were able to go down there and show your skills, you and Kenji, or, yeah, I think he was doing Ken Lee at the time right. still. But
5: that's okay. You can uh, call
0: yeah, call him Kenji. But you guys were able to go out, show out down there. It's two guys from Georgia. Yep. Uh, so And be able to go to New York and right. compete with guys that have contracts now.
5: So we're going up there a lot. we kind of get the idea of, like, hey, uh, they're probably going to, like, do this tournament with you guys, Tier 1, where it comes down to you and the carnies for the Tier 1 belts. The Evolve guys are all going to be watching. Make sure you don't fuck this up. I'm like, oh, man, that rules. I'm going to maybe get to wrestle for Evolve one day. So we are supposed to be at the show. I show um, up. Guess who no-shows? Kenji. My good man, Ken Lee. He disappears off Facebook, deletes everything. Nothing's there. That's I have no way crazy. of getting contact with oh, him. Oh, shit. Uh, so, I lose the spot, right? Uh, I'm now, like, kind of fucked when it comes to wrestling because I've been spending all my time in tag team wrestling.
0: But uh, you didn't really care for which anyway.
5: Which I've always hated. Even though it is really unique to watch, and I love to watch it, but doing it is
2: so frustrating when you're the... and uh, it, it gets frustrating because not only I, do you have to worry about yourself, your partner can make a rookie as well.
5: Right, but...
2: Never I Never let that stop me.
5: I usually have to call everything is another issue. Like, if we're going to work with, like, a tag team that knew what was going on, that was cool. But it would always be, like, no-name tag team, two guys that, like, haven't been wrestling very long. And so, like, it's always, like, I have to call everything. Kinley, like, we're friends now. Me and Kenji are friends. Nice. We have made up. We get along very well now. But he would always show up at the show super late. Mm-hmm. Like, right at show time. So I'd have to have the entire match called. I'd call all his stuff for him. I'd cut, like make sure all their stuff's called. I'd have it all remembered. And when you get there, I would just kind of like plug it into him. Right. Hey, here's what you're doing. This is it. Uh, and it was just super frustrating. So, But I knew. I was like, man, a young babyface tag team is an easy way to make it in wrestling. Because look how far we got. Oh, yeah. Being a young babyface tag team. Because it's very uh, missing from wrestling. There's Agreed. no young babyface tag team. There's no Rock and Roll Express. There's no Hardy Boys. There's no... no and why it doesn't make any sense? It'd be so easy to do. So, most do of your do? tag
0: teams are your older guys that can't do yeah. singles anymore.
5: So I, when I go back home, <laughs> when I go back home, I'm thinking to myself, how do I fix this? I, what sucks is Ken Lee lived in North Carolina. I lived in Chattanooga, so I couldn't go get him to take him to shows. Right. And I was like, Jaden, Jaden's the answer. Me and Jaden are best friends. We get along so well. We wrestle very similarly. We look kind of similar. He can definitely take heat, and I can take a hot tag right all day long, baby. So. I'm like, here's fucking the gear And he puts it on And now we're the tag team We're the Priest Street Suicide Squad No one really questions it They're just like, alright, sure We start getting booked again Like, over and over and over We're doing like Southern Underground Pro We're doing this, we're doing that
0: You took him to AWE
5: Yeah, I took him to AWE We're tagging there all the time uh, And like, I introduced him to people like Murder One, the Carnies Like, people like that Like, he was really getting to branch out And like, we were like, doing good again We get the call Hey, we need you guys to come up north uh, I forgot the exact booking but it was in New Jersey and I I was like cool awesome we're going to New Jersey on these days he's like ah my mom said I couldn't go and I was hot like livid because he's 18 at the time right. Right? I'm losing my fucking mind this is where the, the dissension happens Okay. the, the me and Jaden stuff uh, where we don't talk anymore so I'm losing my mind I'm like alright mother give me the gear you're no longer in S4 we're turning on each other the next TWE show I'm turning on you so I do the turn on uh where he's no longer in TV. I call every show. I'm like, hey, do not book us as S4 anymore. We're not at S4 anymore. It's just Chris Krohn. That's all you'll get. Like, if you want to book Jaden, call him. Um, which, like, it's kind of shitty of me, but, like, that's just, like, I am not getting fucked over again. That's right. my attitude. Same thing with, like, Kevin and Sean. Like, if one thing goes wrong, I'm in it. Because, like, wrestling's very cutthroat. There's not a lot of time on the table. I got to figure this out. So <coughs> Exactly. Hey,
0: Remember, uh, you're on probation for the rest of your life. got this, like, dude.
5: Uh, of course, this is a shit too uh, Jaden's very family oriented which is like good I am the opposite I don't understand it it makes no sense to me like family stuff I don't even comprehend it when people are like my dad or my mom I'm like fuck none of that makes any sense to me so I uh, when he's like hey uh, my mom's like real mad about this and I'm like that bitch, you know, like me. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck did she ever beat? Tough stuff, like, because uh, I'm the worst. Like it sucks. My attitude and my mouth can be crazy when I'm in a bad mood, and so I I create this heat there. So then the old man brings me into this room. He's like, we're gonna have a meeting, and I remember he was like, he was like, you're gonna uh, call me every Monday and tell me what the card is. I will then tell you if it's okay to do, and you have to start booking Jason Collins. And I said, no. I'm not going to do that. Jason Collins is on the show. I'm not just going to bring him in on the show because you say so. Like, we've got a full roster here and I've worked really hard to do it. Cause remember everybody left for UEW. Yeah. Like I had built Jason from the Collins scraps
4: included
5: Jason Collins. Crew. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, these are like guys that like at the time, like ditched us to like really like leave us hanging. Like we built it with these guys now. So let's use these guys. And I was like, and I'm not calling you. It's not going to happen. He's like, you have to. And I said, great. If that's how it's going to work, I will no longer book the show. You can book the show, and I was like, and I will just be here. Like when you want to use me, you have my number, you have my information. Message me. Tell me when you want me to work here. And that was the last time I ever talked to Bud. Ever talked to Jaden. Uh, besides, like if I see Jaden at a show, like we would do high and buy for a little while. But now we don't even do that. Right. Like um,
0: when was this? What year? Do you remember? I don't
5: remember. Uh,
0: like, like seventeen, I remember. maybe.
5: Yeah, it's got to be like three years ago. Yeah, because
0: I think we started UEW about sixteen, yeah. so that would have been the first AEW yeah. run. So probably 17-ish. Yeah,
5: it's definitely like right around there. Um, I I luckily had like hooked up with like Alan Angels, AC Mack, Ike Cross, uh, Danny J. We're a, Alan I've, got a deal now. We're a group. Yeah, awesome. we're a group called the Creme de la Creme. It's been a thing for like ever. Tyler Rivera was added to it later. Um, but like we're a real close niche. Like I actually joined the army, so he's certainly not in the group right now. Right. But like we're, we're like close niche. We like talk every day. Like every single day, I talk to these five people about everything. So if anything dramatic happens to me in wrestling, they know about it, or vice versa, because um, they're like some of my best friends. But uh, like I luckily had people like that. That like after I'm leaving TWE, I have like more opportunity because I have AWE and stuff like that. I have places to fall back on. Right. So That was kind of cool. Uh, and people that would be worth working, because those kids are all so freaking good. Uh, obviously, because one of them even got signed recently. Danny, of course, is getting signed. Like mm-hmm. Everybody can understand that. Um, uh, so me and Jaden don't talk anymore. Ba- we leave. We're going to start our own you show. You still talk to Bailey? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we don't talk at all. Um, so we all leave, right? It's, uh, Chris Crunk can't book the show anymore, so I'm like, I'm leaving. Who's leaving with me? Half the roster. You know how right. that works, Half right? Now. So what do I do? What well,
0: guys get comfortable with a booker and know that you yeah. are protecting them right. and they don't know what the next right. is going to be? And I so. had Allen yeah.
5: Angels, AC Mag, like all these kids, they're all like, well, we'll go wherever you go. 13th floor left of you. Yeah, and I was like, well, I'll start my own show. That's what you did. Yeah. It's foolproof. It'll yeah. never fail. Oh, it, it fails. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's so, called
0: Chattanooga Pro. Some quicker than other. Luckily, I had a Money Mark, yeah. who happened to be my well, girlfriend I, I at had, the had time. a friend named
5: Matt who was like, hey, I really want to like be a part of a show. Cougar. I wouldn't really call it Money Mark because we did do 50-50. Right. right, like we didn't do like. And
0: he was a super nice guy too. Yeah, like, yeah, uh,
5: and he's so smart. He you always-
0: would uh, you would message me about yeah. I'd I'd like something about the show, and yeah. you're like, Are you he calling? can make all the
5: flyers and stuff. Like yeah. all yeah. those badass flyers we had. Yeah, that's him. You like, would message me and ask if I was
0: coming, <laughs> and I was like, I'm thinking about it. So then after that, he sends that's me right. a message. And he's like, Hey, how many's coming with you? I was like, Just be me. He's like, I have your tickets waiting. That we'll call. And Crunk yeah. said you mm-hmm. wanted a shirt. Just give me look. I think it's whatever your cost was on the shirt. So right. I'm like,
4: dude,
5: yeah.
0: this promoter's cool too nice. He's never yeah. going to make money in the business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: And I don't know if you remember, like, the setup was cool. We rented this, like, insane light rig yeah. to, lo- to light up this incredibly terrible, Church venue gym. in
0: East Chattanooga. Yeah,
5: we built like this entrance thing with its own custom entrance curtain, Titan Tron thing to play your music video. One good
0: thing about that though, you did have Larry Goodman come to Chattanooga for wrestling.
5: I did. I did have Larry Goodman because um, I booked people. Empire like
0: Gun- was I- the only group that ever got in, other than yeah. when uh, Dan and Ace ran a right. uh, couple of shows in Soddy, That's right. Wild Wildside Reunion shows. I
5: booked old Gunner Miller. Had him uh, wrestling! Color. I cross for the belt like crazy. But that was stuff. a good show, though. Oh, like, yeah, I enjoyed dude. the chat it Pro show. It was violent, shows. but goddamn, did we lose money? So what did we do? He we shut killed that it. Bitch down. It's dead. The the Empire Ring still in storage, just rammed off it. What to happened it. to the belt? Oh, the belt is hanging in the office of where I work. It's just there. It's beautiful. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Ah, uh, yeah, it's I, I want to buy that belt. It's also eight hundred thousand pounds. I it's figured
0: amazing. it was heavy because like uh, for those of you that have not seen the belt, it's very similar to. The IWGP, the IWGP belt. fourth it's belt ripped off by the <laughs> belt. We But I remember when I seen the belt, I was like, "It's even is, got the
5: custom nameplate." That is
0: there. the best indie belt I've ever yes. seen in my life. So, amazing. is it yours or is it the business
5: partner? It's Matt. Matt owns the belt. He he funded the belt one hundred percent himself.
0: Well, tell Matt if he would like to sell the belt. I and will I tell him a definite buyer for that. He'll be belt. very
5: excited about it. So, uh, during the TW thing, I did get to go to UEW. You hit me up. I had all this shoot heat with UEW for real. Yeah. Everyone there wanted me to die oh, man. for real. It was
0: so bad. Here here's the way that happened was we were doing this this match. It was called the Golden Opportunity match. A guy that I worked with was like really fucking high when he came up with this idea. <laughs> I not know. That. Basically didn't. you would qualify <laughs> you would qualify to get a golden ticket to enter this match. Then once you entered the match it was a ladder match,
5: battle king of the royal. mountain, <laughs> battle
0: royal. Put it like this. When we're back there calling the match, there's like 10 guys in the match. Yeah. It's like a clusterfuck. <laughs> and so I look at minutes, and I was like, when do you come in? He goes like, seventh. Like, he was almost toward the end. I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm starting with whoever I was starting with. I said, we're calling air two minutes now. Yeah, Who's next? Whoever it was, called there two Smart. minutes. All right and then keep going like that. And then Jason was there, he wasn't in that match, or yeah, where was. he was, That it wasn't you. Maybe it was Jason Collins. Somebody that wasn't in the match was taking notes mm-hmm. and cueing everybody for the next two minutes of when to go down, oh, because, cool. be dude, great. I'm telling you, Crump looked at me and goes, this is gonna be a clusterfuck. I said, yeah, we've yeah. got it. because we were in there going over his and, his and Jordan's spot for this match. Yeah. So we walk out to this big fucking clusterfuck of pretty much everybody standing around with their thumbs up their ass. Sure. So we figured out, and it comes down to, and, you had to.
1: That's when you had to climb. And you had to climb
0: up to a pole, take a briefcase off of it, make it to the penalty box area, and hit your color light coat it with whatever number of case you had. <laughs> then you were done. Oh, yeah. And so, but no, you, you couldn't <laughs> climb. <laughs> it wasn't. You couldn't. It's on. A, it's on. The YouTube, go to UEW U- 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 Fanatics U- and U- look U- for the Golden Opportunity Match. That's and like if, if oh, that's you, match. right. That shit okay. is If you partake in pharmaceuticals, enjoy your Because <laughs> if your straight edge is like crunk, it's going to piss you the <laughs> fuck okay. off. We ended up doing it, and the crowd ate it <laughs> up. So, end result, that's all that matters. That's but that's you can't climb the pole until all ten men have, in have entered. Oh so, gosh. our commissioner at the time was, <laughs> was Ron Hogg. who does a lot of work with the lookouts and UTC and stuff. So... He had a handpicked, he handpicked the 10th entry. So I called Crunk and I was like, look man, I got this crazy idea, just listen to me. It's like, okay. So he's like, yeah man, I'd love to do it. So I think him and Jordan talked, make sure there was no residual heat or whatever. So we get down and it's like this big countdown for the last person and there's like, there's no music playing at first. And it's just like, after the 10 seconds, it's probably like eight, nine, 10 more seconds, nothing then one single spotlight on Joey Gambino and then Crunk turns around his back and his music hit. Hey. I'm telling you that is the, you know, there's heat. Yeah. Then there's, I'm going to fucking kill you in a parking lot. It heat.
2: Failed.
0: Yeah. My crowd was ready to, and I had no guardrails at this yeah, time. So I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping, it
2: was
5: terrifying.
0: I'm hoping yeah. at this point, my crack security yeah. is going to handle it, but they didn't no because way. at the end, we'll tell you the story when we get to it, but our security thought this shit between him and, uh, Chase, at the end, was real. Like It oh. literally got in the ring and tried to shoot on Chrome. He put
5: me in a the shoot, shoot sleeper <laughs> hole, and I started like, elbowing him. And it was like this old man. He had me in a shoot sleeper
0: hole. And you can hear me on camera from the curtain. It's a goddamn <laughs> word! <laughs> I'm elbowing this guy in the
5: fucking kidney as hard as I can. He finally lets go. I was like, you dumb
0: motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and some mix is like 70.
5: Oh I was like, you trying to kill me. Oh man, not red.
0: <laughs> yeah, but God. they they left T.W. with us, too, so... They should have known that this shit was smart, but... Oh, my take God. It from, uh, take it from your entrance there with you and Chase. <laughs> yeah, uh, so...
5: I already knew this was going to be fucking crazy. Truth, dead
1: Because everybody there... He's muted. He's getting more okay. medical attention. Everybody
5: there hated my guts, like, to the point where they really wanted me to die. I got messages all the time from the people like, Hey, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. We hope you die, type stuff. And, which I love. You know me. Oh, yeah. That's and then when we left, like...
0: We never said anything about TWE. Yeah. And I know they didn't say anything about us or any of the right. guys that left either. Right. So that's just that was just fans the fans are. You know? yeah. yeah.
5: And uh, so you hit me with the idea, and I was like, oh, baby, that's the best idea I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Hit my music. So here I come out to the worst match I've ever heard of in my entire life. It was the shits. And I, I walk huh. out, and, like, man, it was like, uh, I don't know, like a ghost just walked out onto the stage. Everybody was in shock. It was so cool. Uh, it's just Chase Jordan in the ring, and we do this stare down, and everybody's just screaming at the top of the lungs, and we start fighting, and everybody goes ape shit about it. Um, I ended up winning one of the briefcases. Someday. Yeah, I don't know. I can I I <laughs> uh,
0: tell you which one you won because it was real. Once you open it, he he wanted shot at the tag titles. Yeah, yeah,
5: I wanted shot, shot at the GD tag titles. Uh, but it. like the whole point was like to do a blow-off match with Chase Jordan, right? Which like we built to which was insane, and also ended up being, like, one of the worst matches I'd ever heard of in my entire life. I'll explain. (laughs) Uh, So, I get there to do that show. So, like, what's really funny about the UEW shows is I had to hide my car. Yeah, I remember he
0: calls because we had a back entrance, but it was a a storage building in East Ridge. Uh, It used to be, like, a carpet mill. So, like, there's parking in the front, and then we have parking across the street. And there's uh, there's only two doors, like, Two open doors that you go into the front. Mm-hmm. The back door was literally all the way around back. Nothing on the side, but to get there you had to open a chain link fence. Wow. Now we couldn't keep the chain link fence open because the fans would be back there. So Crunk calls and he goes, "Um, <laughs> you have," a, and I tell him. So he gets there super fucking early. Yeah, like, please. I think he's there when I'm ready to open the doors at like four o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we get him in, but Joey had to leave for something or go to his car so we had to sneak him back in through the side door but he had to literally hide his car about five buildings down and walk up
5: so uh, we do the blow off match I already know this is going to be like insane people are going to be going nuts it's supposed to be uh, just a normal match they're like, supposed to just have a match and he beats me one, two, three uh, the match for me was Will Huckabee versus Brad Cash mm-hmm. they decide to kill the rep. there was only one rep. yeah uh, the big tall one yeah. yeah, anyways, they kill him, they bump him, and like, Hey, Drew! They come to the back, they're like, Hey, that ref cannot go back out there, we killed him. And Ben turns and looks at me, he goes, Hey, well, I guess you'll we'll just have a last man standing match, and we'll just count it over the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so that's oh, my match I had just called.
0: I mean, I couldn't go out there and ref it. <laughs> <A single laughs>
5: everybody,
0: everybody at this time knew Jordan was my hand picked yeah. chosen one there, <laughs> so, so I couldn't go out there.
5: Match, and right before it was going to curtain, he's like, the last man standing match. <laughs> I was like, I love it. So, like, we just go out there and we do like the Luckily, play. you guys
0: were the main that night. We, I'd do this last match, have been racking my brain on another match. We did this last
5: man <laughs> standing match where this girl who's the announcer is like counting, but she does not fully understand the rules. And so anytime I would kind of get close to the match, she would start going, one, two, three. Quick and I'd much. be like, no. Yeah. And then any time and like Chase Jordan be laying Caitlin. straight down and she would just be like one. Awesome, <laughs> Two. And I was like, count fat. You can see me get like, if you watch this Pistache. match, I'm like, shoot mad the whole time. I say a bunch of stuff I probably shouldn't say, so please don't judge me on that. Uh, but I'm very quick witted and angry when I'm uh, <laughs> talking and I'm mad. Uh, but that match was awesome. Crowds going into Yeah, it. His dad's like, literally got up to the ring and starts beating on the ring, and he's like, come on, guys, come on. And his sister's, like, trying to, for real, fight Joey on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Like, security's just having to hold her back because she's, like, swinging at it. And him I'm and
0: pretty stuff. sure we had to have somebody holding the ant back. Yeah. That bitch like would fight, fight you. Oh, my
2: God. It's wild. Man, my goodness. No what matter,
0: Jordan could be face or heel. Yeah. Like, it, he did not know wrong. Like, he had turned heel and joined that NSFW group. Yep. And we're working. And she's like, she comes at me, and she's got, like, a fucking hey, fingernail hey, file. The NSFW group was good. Well, yeah, but you put, <laughs> you put Jordan in it, so I had to use it as a, as a reference point.
5: Uh, but no. they popped like crazy when he won. It was fun. It was like a two-match deal. I never yep, We back. did the
0: business we wanted to get done out of it. And it went bliss. Um,
5: so I've left, I I left UEW. Huh?
0: Do what, Drew?
3: It's amazing what happens when people work together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right.
0: which... Drew, yes. are you coherent enough to tell Crunk the idea you had pitched?
3: Oh, I had pitched basically...
0: This is right after thing. we started UEW. Okay.
3: So we go to Bumblefuck, uh, Mount Airy. We went to Mount Airy, North Carolina with Jaden, Shane, Ray, Ray, and I, and so we're talking and like on the way back, Jaden and everything, and we're talking like, we booked this whole territory and called Ben and be like, look, wouldn't it be awesome? Like basically what you did, but like Jaden shows up or, you know, and um, or Ben shows up at TWE again. Yeah, and basically we run like a um, invasion. You
0: know, the NWO stuff. Yeah, we're gonna have Shane attack Jake, and then Jake return the favor, mm-hmm. and then just back and forth till we finally led to a fucking war games. Yeah, which would've been cool. But here was the deal with war games. We didn't need to go over. So if Bud wanted to go over, the the finish was gonna come down to Drew, and whichever team he was on, <laughs> Chase for UEW and Jaden for TWE, whichever team was going over. Drew fucks the other one yeah. because Drew was the only one that was neutral and could still work both shows. Yeah, And we just, we told them how much that would have printed money, but we were ready I would, for it, but would, it I fell go. on deaf ears from the other side.
3: Yeah. Yeah, if I had been, you know, I would have went with, I'm a UEW original. You know what I mean? I was Mr. UEW. And so I would go with them and then at the very end, fuck Ch- Chase and just the, the you know, yeah, TWE's my home because the only way it would have worked is TWE go over. Yeah, because yeah. we we knew that. But yeah, we we booked the whole territory, and, and that's really like Jaden kind of. That was one of the moments where Jaden got it. You know what I mean? Like he everything kind of clicked at that moment. Yeah, and you know it's the whole you learn more in the cars and bars than you do in the
5: locker rooms. Right.
0: So you do the, the couple of spots with us, and then where do you go from there?
5: Uh, I mean, we try to do chat pro if it fails, because right. it's just not worth pouring all that money into it. I'm like, well, we got to work. So I come up with a system of me, Cody Steele, and Bailey will travel together. We'll make sure everybody books us as a trio everywhere we go. Uh, like, they'll tag, and I'll do singles. Uh, so I hit up, like, a loop of shows in, like, Alabama. Uh, that being new level uh, pro south and there was another one but i just never ended up what's
0: new up. level i don't know that it one.
5: sucks uh okay. so we is that I, the one where
0: amy amy haven getting a fight with a fan no it's new era, That's okay. a new era. there's all, a lot of news oh, in alabama yeah, dude, oh, it's the
5: newest they're all new or they're all pro it's crazy <laughs> uh anyway so i hit those up we start going there it's whatever um uh i did a little bit of pro south stuff like you hear pro south horror stories all the time too like you hear about paul's show it's actually, like, not that bad. Drew and um, I
0: both wrestle for Ace.
5: Yeah, like, there's some terrible f- people that wrestle there. Yes. And Ace can be a turd sometimes, but it, all I would do is just be like, look, Ace, here's the deal. I'll wrestle these guys, and that's it. And he honestly worked with me on it. He didn't have to do that. He could have just told me to go to the fuck home, right. you know what I mean? But, you know, like, so I just always push the boundary. The first car trip
3: just broke south. Was that with me?
5: Yes, my first car trip to Pro South back in the day like this is like uh, awF era or like Empire era is like me drew game uh Chris Gans and Jimmy Rave it was that's weird. a loader. what a damn Jimmy Rave is like a, a big vital point we actually became pretty good friends we're like we would like uh, not hang out but we would ride together to shows uh and by that I mean I would drive him to shows right and uh but he was like super helpful like my style in the ring because of how I worked um, and he got me on stuff like St. Louis Anarchy and stuff. So I have like a lot of, and I got to wrestling like a handful of times, which was really cool. Plus he's
0: a wealth of knowledge. He,
5: he is. Yeah. Yeah, like, and, I,
0: and he's willing to share.
5: I always thought like I was good until like I got in the ring with someone like that. And then I'd get in the ring with Jimmy Raven. He would just show me like, Hey, this is what you need to be doing. And
0: he does it so effortlessly.
5: Yeah. And I would, and it would just click to me. I'm like, cool. I got to get to that level. Got to get to that level. So it would like just push me to work harder. Uh, and that was really cool.
0: The first time I uh, I met Jimmy Ray was at a, uh, a show at a truck stop in a Daresville, Georgia. It was a show Bobby Hayes ran. Yes, Uh, he was about Jake Murphy size, Mm -hmm. and he wore these bright leather pants, big like big Hardy Boy style leather silver pants, and a big ass uh, silver quick T-shirt. Yeah, and uh, he's fucking huge. The elbow pads were bigger than his arm. Yeah but uh, not long after that is when he started showing out at Wild Side so Jimmy's Jimmy's always been a prodigy he's, he's good
3: yeah. um, I got to work um, Ray Jimmy and I we went to the um, Crazy 8 that was in Pittsburgh yeah. and that was cool because it was like uh, Matt Classic's like hey can you get Jimmy because I've been doing a couple shows with him I was like sure he's like just tell me how much and I messaged Jimmy, I was like, well, how much? And Jimmy's like, this. And I said, well, if I get more, I'll split it with you. He's like, no, if you get any a dollar more than that, keep it. Man. So, yeah, I got a really good payday off of Jimmy Ray. <laughs> with his uh, yeah. Um, I mean, me and Ray both made it, probably a, a bill after trans and all that. Yeah. He, um, and we did... Um, uh, shit the show um uh Pitcher Forge
0: KFW and,
3: yeah KFW and that show was so awesome it like worked Jimmy in the main event and as soon as I don't even remember who won but as soon as we attacked Jimmy just garbage started pouring into the ring you can literally see like a a, a bottle hit me in the side of the head
0: yeah nice
3: and, it, and I'm just turning like you know doing the uh the rat's watch yeah you know what I'm talking you know where you look around looking for the rats that slow turn
4: Yeah.
3: um uh I did that and I was just getting held with shit it was it was one of those just emo- amazing moments you know and just I don't chop any but when I'm in there with Jimmy I will chop the piss out of him because yeah. I'm gonna get
4: his
0: <laughs> yeah you have to before he does you
3: yeah and then uh Jimmy's like he uh get up there and like we're talking he's like hey do you mind spitting in my mouth or, no jimmy i don't mind spitting in your mouth at all <laughs> so get up, you know get up there on the uh uh super flex, spit on him he knocks me off and then we go back reverse it i go up top and then we do the top rope you know all the way on the top super flex, which jimmy just that like that's the person you feel safe taking it from yep You know, so I. No matter what, a lot of stuff Jimmy, bad stuff, been said about Jimmy, and he'll say a lot of it's his own fault. Yeah. Which you got to do that. Um, Now, Jimmy's. I'll go to bat for him any day. He's taught me more, because when I started doing all the. um, The Gaga shit that I do, Jimmy's like, "Yeah, do that Gaga shit, but you got to be when you take over. You got to be really brutal." So, because it's not going to work if you're playing ha ha, and then you don't beat their ass. Yeah. You know, and that just, that clicked with me so quick that, you know, I could be an asshole I can play this ha-ha, you know, do this little stuff, but when I get pissed off, I'm going to your ass.
0: So where are we at here? I guess we're still traveling in uh, Alabama.
5: Oh yeah. Uh, So I ended up doing a Florida loop that was really cool. Um, Like we just got booked on like four or five shows down there. Uh, it was super hot it was me Alan Angels, Cody and uh, Bailey Uh the first time Cody got to see the beach that was really cool because uh, he didn't like it uh, and, uh, and uh, I, I ended up tagging with a girl named Aspen Rose uh, she, her character she's a mermaid uh, the boys go wild over um, and she's my homie so uh, we're like man we really need to like do this tag team thing more so then she gets booked on the show called New South And I was like, hey, can you get me on there? And she was like, yeah, of course. I'll just fly to Chattanooga, stay with you, then you'll ride with me to there. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so we drive to New South. And
0: she's still in Chattanooga, right? (laughs)
5: No. She lives in Florida. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Is that the one that has OnlyFans? I don't know. That's
0: all of them. I don't think she does. I I think it's a prerequisite for female wrestling to have OnlyFans.
5: I have a Drew mystery. Game has
0: an OnlyFans. <laughs> That's true. make some so damn money.
5: So I, I pull up to the show. <laughs> I've too. Had, uh, had you ever met <laughs> Dump before? No. So I pull up to the show. Uh Dump messages me before the show and says, Hey man, I've got you working against one of my top talents to really see if you can uh you know like make it. You uh, know, he's he's a uh, he's the standard or whatever he said, like the measuring stick. That was the word. He's the stick. I walk uh, yeah. in. <laughs> And they're like, Dude I'm right. like, who are you? And they're like, you're working Donnie Prime Time. I'm
0: like, Donnie, Donnie Prime time. time. I've I've used Donnie. <laughs> once.
5: I'm like that guy was a fucking jobber and it pros Pro way back in the day when I went. I he used was him like, once. Funny. Ace
0: Ace brought a carload up. It was it was Ace. to Ace, Donnie Primetime, Time, and was who he was, Sean? was he Donnie's partner at the time? It might have been Brent Jackson. That's it. Yeah, that's so, it. Uh, I knew Sean you know, from it, other Alabama shows I had done. Yeah. And I knew Dump.
3: Now, is in relation to uh, Donnie Janela? It is <laughs> Donnie. Well,
5: you, you found out that he was Joey Janella's cousin, so he changed his last name. After Joey Janela got a contract, of course. Right, because Cody Rhodes right. suggested he did the cha- name change. Dump like, he'll tell you all to, about it, just ask him.
0: Dump used to wrestle with us at uh, Ultimate NWA in Scottsboro. Yeah. Yeah, it was him and some other know. dude, and they did like a uh, – like a redneck backwoods mountain gimmick. Yes. Uh, this is him. <laughs> I can't remember what the other guy's name was to save my life. I do remember they had a ballet. They were friends with Christian Hain. Okay. So Chris got them booked and I was married to Dump and his partner for like four months. Tank hates him. I ain't yeah. got no problem with him. I, we had good man. He had one spot, I don't remember if it was him or his partner, but it was like this fart spot. And like It would fart and it would always hit like Fortune in the face and he'd pass the fuck out so then it was like a handicap match for like a few minutes. It was comedy but it got over in fucking Scottsboro. uh,
5: So I took major offense to this because I was like I'm way better than fucking Donnie Primetime. So I was like I'll show this dumb Sanders guy what this is about so I put on like a match of the night quality with Donnie Prom Tom, and really, and then of course, Donnie goes straight to the back and he, he's got to tell everybody. He's like, Chris Crunk is the trick. You got to get Chris Crunk on every show. Chris Crunk is the man because he made me look good, top thing. And I'm like, great. So now I'm on every New South show forever, uh, which has been my home. Where do they run now? Everywhere. They travel. There's no set place. Okay. There. So New South, they just don't run on Fridays. People will talk shit about... <laughs> you hear Drew. Yeah. people. That's up. People will talk shit about New South. But here's where I'll go to bat for them. Is they, what
0: are, what they, are they talking shit about? Because all I've seen... All was, kinds of everything. I, yeah. I've seen the thing about the tryout, which... Yeah. Okay. Here's my thing on it, and I like Ace.
5: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I've never book kept. Yeah. We're going to use you as an example. I've seen you work, so I'm not going to ask you for a tryout. But if I had never seen you work... I might say, hey, I've got a pre-show match on my big show. Yeah. Come work, and we'll go from there.
4: Yeah.
0: You're still going to get paid. Uh, it's not going to be what I pay my regular guys. Sure. And then if it's good, you Maybe can ask that. Jason. I've took guys from my pre-show and put them right on the main card that night. Yeah. Uh, and then they become regulars. Um, but as far as the talent, if the talent chose to do that, mm-hmm. that's on the talent. That's not on the promoter. Yeah, nice. but... Uh,
5: uh, nice. I
0: booked booked my show from the point of view of when when we decided to book UEW she was like well you could do this with somebody else's money what would you do with your money I said I would book my show as a fucking wrestler for other wrestlers and so as a promoter you gotta put asses in seats you got to find the best talent you can get. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he offers a kid this opportunity and that kid takes it, that's on the kid. You, you can't fault. get yeah. heat on dump for that. 100%. And exactly. I, w- I would say that if it was reversed and Ace was offering a kid a tryout mm-hmm. on dumps night, that's up to the kid. Yeah. But it's it's kind of like, like you said in this area, you were either an AWF guy or you were an Empire guy kind of there I feel like it's the same in Alabama like those two New South and right. Pro South don't coincide so
5: and it's just as fucking stupid if you're is. not coincide
0: <laughs> and here you've always heard me say this Chris yep. heat in wrestling is fucking stupid Yeah. there's no sense to have heat no
2: there's really not
0: none um, whatsoever I mean just because you're in a faction and another faction is making fun of your faction to try to work an angle with you and you get fucking butt hurt That's over business, it. Yep. And you get butt hurt over it. I'm, I'm talking about money. your old fashion. Nah, come on. <laughs> no, the, the omega virus. <laughs> like tough. the whole thing with NSFW. Drew can well, Drew can't tell you now because it looks like he passed the fuck He's out. Done. But yeah. every yeah, bit of that, every bit of that shit was a straight work. Mm-hmm. Shane and them were trying to get Savin' to work a program with them, mm-hmm. but he is stupid. So I just I just wanted to say that about the. The New South Heat, that's all i heard. Uh,
5: but they get a tons of shit all the time about, like, dump booking or that the main, like, six people are people like Cabana Mandan, Donnie Janella, me, Sean and Kevin. Uh,
0: Do they draw crowds?
5: Two Fly, tie, Adam Priest. Like, people talk shit about it. But, man, like, when New South is on, dude, they, they're packing, like, 300 people into buildings when they travel. They're not in the same building every week. Week or every month, they're in different buildings. All and I'm talking about buildings that are two, three hours like apart from one another. So they're in it's, different uh, towns. And it's still it's annoying. It's annoying as fuck to me as a wrestler to have to drive to different places every time. But they're always packed. Mm-hmm. Old Dumpy Sanders, make sure the fucking place is packed. Uh, that's, even that's now, the way it
0: used to be. You, you wasn't in the same same building.
5: Even now with mm-hmm. uh, the pandemic stuff, like where you can only do a certain amount of tickets, uh, and and. They have to obey so many stupid fucking laws because the Alabama commission. Yeah, Alabama's it's commission is the
0: worst to one.
5: The brim in there, mm-hmm. it's crazy, and so I'll go to bat for them on that. Now, well, the, now, booking wise, the point I, is, the I, point I point is fight with those there. motherfuckers every time. <laughs> if, if
0: you're drawing crowds everywhere you go, yeah. and they you you said two to three hours went within each other, and I'm guessing it's still the northern part of Alabama. Yeah. That's that's a hard area to draw in. Now. Hell yeah, um, uh, we you did. See Scottsboro. those pro South
5: crowds. We the did balls. Scottsboro, yeah.
0: and it was uh, it was hit or miss. Like Drew's about to go. <laughs> yeah, Drew's about out. I'm, I'm still
3: here. It was
0: it was, <laughs> it was hit or miss in Scottsboro. Uh, New South is what you can get in their building. But even my buddy Jack Lord, that runs Legacy Wrestling, one show I went to his, there was 500 people there. The next show there was 50. Yep. So if Dump what he's doing mm-hmm. is consistently drawing enough to pay the gate, the talent, and to move on yeah, to pay a right. deposit on the next building, he must be doing something. Oh, he, right.
5: They change the game. It's not just dump. There's a
0: plus that error. belt
5: is badass. Yeah. I see I that belt. I see that belt. belt.
0: I'm I'm a huge belt mark. One. So I see that belt in at least one belt group a day.
5: I Fuck that belt.
0: belt. <laughs> <laughs> the belt is huge. It's so huge. It's a human human bigger than
5: Quebec. I am. to this day, even though I want to wear I want to wear that belt
0: and my AIWF Cruiserweight belt at the same time. You don't have enough you, fall. You're not tall enough.
5: Even though I'm the most overheel on the show, easily, by far, fuck the rest of them. Don't care. I have never gotten to wrestle Cabana Man Dan one on one, which is what I requested like a year ago. I was like, "Hey, let me wrestle Cabana Man Dan one on one. That'd be so good. I can make him look like a billion dollars because he's a really good wrestler." And they were like, there "Got is. it. Cool. We'll definitely work that in." They work, got it, and then I win like no more. contendership. I fucking tap out Warhorse, the IWTV champion. Mm-hmm. I'm the last person that's beaten Warhorse. Guys War wrestling Horse. Cody tomorrow night. Yeah, the last person that's beaten Warhorse that's since he won the IWTV title. Like, if you go on the IWTV website and look, it'll say, last loss, Chris Crunk. That's me, baby. Tapped his ass out with a club. <laughs> and I'm like, gonna wrestle Cabana Man Dan. What do they do? They throw Tyler Matrix in the match and make it a triple threat. Which pissed me off beyond <laughs> belief. And I like Tyler Matrix. We're really good homies. And he know he knew that I was pissed off about it. Because he honestly probably didn't really want to do it either. Because he also hates triple threats like me. But man, it pissed me off. And then, magically the Tyler picture. But I've also like... Beaten ass there like Haas tournament I went to the finals I beat A.R. Fox in 10 seconds Literally, with one super kick beat him pinned him out of the tournament A.R. fucking Fox the He's guy that so trained good. a plethora of kids in Atlanta and I beat him in 10, 10 seconds. seconds that motherfucker so it was on
0: Lucha Underground
5: yeah and fuck him but <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like really irritated with him right now so beat- what are you
0: going to do when you finally win that big ass belt
5: never going to happen I get that uh <laughs> But, so, next show there is August 8th. What, Drew? said drop it to Drew. Yeah. Next show there is August 8th. I'm in the first ever indie promoted Buried Alive match, like for real. Not recorded, like a Boneyard match, which was uh, cool. What about
0: a Boner Yard match?
5: I can't wait for that. That's on August 1st. But We're, August- wa- we're going
0: to actually watch it for a watch good. log. You should we're come over.
5: And- I have we're to do... Uh, we're doing it on, on a Monday. Div- okay, fine. I'll do that. Uh, so actually, <laughs> we're,
0: actually, we're going to watch it uh, this coming Monday.
5: Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll be there. But RCW... Uh, no, never mind. Uh, <laughs> August 8th... I've already South, counted that in a commercial little play. First later. ever Buried Alive match. They called me. They're like, hey, you're in a Buried Alive match. I said, what? They hung up. And, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> and so God knows how that's going to go. But Who are you going to bury? Donnie Janella. I'm in this long feud, and he's never beat me because I have the Akuto Death Society, Kevin, Ryan, Sean, Christopher, and Big Brett Ison. Never forget my best friend, right hand man. Whoa, what always. Oh, well, this, yeah, you guys are Brad my Isen's, goons. You guys are my goons. I got some goons, but okay. I've got Brett Ison, who's my best up. fucking right. friend. Whatever, dude. And we're gonna beat Donnie John. We're gonna bury him with a shovel and a uh, <coughs> and uh, Donnie put on the line: if he loses, he can't wrestle at New South anymore. And I'm not saying that he has been going to one fall this whole time. And he has been getting hints that he's going to start doing dark matches soon for AEW Dark. (coughs) And like,
0: so maybe he is leaving. Is there a loophole that he could come back as Donnie Prime time?
5: There f***ing I mean, better not be. You might need to look if at the I contract one. If I have to wrestle that sack of shit one more time and carry him through a match, I'm going to die. You should. It's over. So. We had an unsanctioned match. It's on IWTV. He'll tell you all about it. He watches it every day. But <laughs> he does. Does he not? He does. He does. He does. He'll, He'll tell you think? all about it. But, my God, dude. Like, barbed wire, crazy shit, the skewers to the head that he didn't know how to do properly, so he only got like two in my head. <laughs> uh, like, just fucking... Uh, we did this one spot where I pour a bag full of VHS tapes in the ring, and he gives me a tombstone through it. And somebody's supposed to break up the pin and didn't make it in time. So you
0: had to kick out of the tombstone. <laughs> so I had to kick out of the tombstone nice. on VHS
5: tapes because somebody couldn't make it to break up the pin. Shout out to Sean and Christopher on that. Yeah. <laughs> both of them.
4: Hey,
0: hey, yeah, Crunk so
4: is pointing Sean his thumb directly at Kevin Ryan.
5: I hate them both. And then now that I have Sean and Kevin everywhere I go, they're like, "Hey man, you know to be really cool." If you guys just did a six-man tag, yeah, you guys would be so good in a six-man tag. And I'm like, hey, no. I fucking hate six-man tags.
0: You already hate tags. You really hate six-man uh, yeah, tags.
5: because we did like five six-man tags in a row. Literally right? just back and forth. And they were tortured because it was me walking the other team through the six-man tag every time because be like, oh, they little knew what I do. And they're like, have <laughs> never tagged before or we're not a tag team. And I'm like, great guess who's going over every time though it's the dumbest thing it's It's fucking them every time big throw together whoever so like
0: I hate that uh, it's crazy
5: I did no show the last New South show because they had us booked in six Man and I gave them the big hey I'm not coming you guys so I have heat with them right now you know how that goes but I just for real like if you're listening to this and you want to book me please don't book me in a tag match or six Man because will it be good oh yeah it'll probably be great but I will fucking hate every miserable second of it oh, with all my heart. Threat. Triple threat, scramble,
1: that's Chris Crunk's Here, specialty, right? Here's
0: what you, here's what you do. Book the yeah. whole group and you get a tag and a singles out of it. He gets it. Hey, while we're at that, drop your uh, your social media stuff for anybody. Uh, everything's to at
5: Chris Crunk. If you just type in Chris Crunk on anything, I'm the first person that pops up. That if you Google nice. Chris Crunk, Kevin What's I yours? pop up.
1: It's at Kevin Ryan ADS on Instagram uh, and on Twitter. It's just Kevin Ryan on Facebook if y'all do that stuff. Uh, <laughs> <all right. laughs>
0: so, you got a little bit of your future. What uh, Anything else you got coming up, Chris? I know we got uh, you back at RCW on the right, 15th. Yep. No. I, uh, hey. I am actually... First. like First. I, I'm lucky.
5: First. I'm very lucky. Uh, I have never been injured. I've never been injured. I started wrestling in 2007. I... Have wrestled probably every Saturday at least, if not the Friday, also and the Sunday awful since then, and that's still to this day, like until September, uh, where I have like my first open date. Like every single day, I have something of some sort. Like, what day
0: in September you open? I'm not be able to fill that one for you. <laughs> I
5: don't, I'd have to look at it, but uh, I know we've
0: got you some in September.
5: Yeah, I'm doing a lot of the RCW stuff now because me and Tyler have like created a pretty good working relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are working really hard to, like, RCW gets a lot of shit, too.
0: you got a tag team in your stable. We need to talk after. I need tag teams.
5: I, I pitched it. Uh, hopefully it's happening. I
0: don't know. But. Well, Tyler and Logan both don't like tag teams, so I got anointed to be the tag team agent. So we'll, awesome. we'll talk after the pod's
5: over. But uh, RCW gets a lot of crap, too. Uh, and I would only go there every once in a blue moon, but they always treated me really well, or Tyler did. Mm-hmm. Specifically, everybody else is always really nice to me too, but like they really like tried really hard to fix that place. Tyler has. Tyler, mm-hmm. has. Tyler has worked his ass off. Sure um, the cool thing about Tyler is that when he messages me and I'm really, I'm really like uh, into communication when it comes to wrestling. Like I want you to tell me what I'm doing. If you don't, if if you're like, oh, we'll just figure it out when you get there, then I'm pissed, right? right. Then I don't. If you rep- want to
0: take the time to book a talent, right? Let but them know what they're doing.
5: He'll send sure. me like two months worth of work. Which is cool No, Mm a lot of people do that Honestly No one else I work for Does that And it's incredible And so far From when I've worked for Tyler Everything he says Kind of like Comes to fruition Like unless just Something crazy happens Like somebody cancels Or like uh, Matt Lynch doesn't show up To Russell Toby Farley Or like uh, like something like that happens, like something. And horrible. he fades
0: all of his boys, even his best friend for twenty years up until yesterday.
5: <laughs>
0: and then he just sends you a random vague fuck of message it's like, I "I'm sorry, I got a lot of shit going yeah. on." Well, I, motherfucker, pick up the phone and tell me. On I absolutely love
4: Matt.
5: Lynch. I love something Matt Him and Joey, uh, they actually came to a backyard show once. Oh, okay. I used to run a backyard show. Drew went
0: to their backyard show yeah. once. I went and, to uh, uh, the Saudi boys' backyard show. I actually wrestled Dan the Dragon Wilson. In the main event of one of their backyard yeah. shows, and it was better than the actual show yeah. I worked that Saturday night.
5: I tagged with a, <laughs> I tagged with Chunky Dragon he was corrupt at the time like we grew up together and we wrestled the lynch mob in the main event of our nice. show, like way back in the day and they beat the ever living fuck out of us yeah those boys
0: are still but overly stiff man you how know. cool is yeah, that right, I love
5: like I could work with them forever cause like
0: Kevin was in the match I told you that uh, we watched Southern Honor when Joey hurt his ankle and Tyler said look at him selling I said nah he ain't selling he's fucked yeah, and they still y'all still went about 13 minutes. Actually, had match, a good yeah. match. Yeah. yeah, we can do that, man.
5: Um, it's incredible. First of all, like we've got a lot of stuff planned. We're, we're honestly like kind of not not booked, which is really cool, right. especially uh, during this time. It's right, right? Yeah, it's yeah. insane right now during this time how but busy we are. Definitely
0: do want to get uh try to get you guys down to RCW to do some tag stuff. We're trying to build the tag division back up. So,
5: yeah, so. um And I don't know. That's kind of it. Like, that's a rough draft of me. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Well,
0: you you've been here before, so you know how we end the podcast. We'll do uh, we'll do the uh, push one. Give us somebody you'd like to push. Kevin, play along if you want to. Any guy or girl that you've seen around that is not getting the the attention they deserve, or um, somebody Wait, you think should be seen done. by more people. And then uh, we also end on, Drew calls it, the pull out of positivity. So we end the show on a pop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm just something positive. Right now. Do what, Drew? I'm not pulling out of anything right now. I don't know. You better not be, <laughs> better not be putting that
5: in anything right now. And if he pulled out of anything right now, he would pop. Josh, you got right.
0: to listen. Oh, oh, wait. Oh. I got something. I just
3: oh, want to, oh, or does Krunkle bury somebody and I love it? Yes. Who's the worst person you ever wrestled? Ooh. Oh man, it that. Run. Uh, run. I've, got, I've got a really good one. Okay. I wrestled,
0: I
5: wrestled Jeff Star. <laughs> yeah, I wrestled Jeff Star. You so. put
0: Jeff Star over.
5: Yep. Hey, I, have a Jeff- I wrestled
0: Switchblade and put him over.
5: I have a Jeff Star story. So, one time I went to TWA back in the day when I would just show up with a bag and tell him I'm a wrestler, and they had me wrestled this kid named Jeff Star, and uh, man he sucked it was the worst <laughs> and so like I didn't know anything about this building it's like my second time I ever being in there they had this one side of the building that was just covered with a tarp yeah. I didn't understand what that meant turns out it's where they ripped a bunch of shit down and now there's just nails sticking out oh. and so I took old Joe Je- sorry this Randy man to that room oh. and he comes oh. off, and you think like we're in ECW because he's bleeding <laughs> everywhere and I was just like I was like we gotta wrap this shit up I was like, <laughs> I was like this guy's dying <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Stop. Drew, your your right. wife's here.
5: Your over. wife's here, Drew. <laughs> Who would I push?
3: Oh. Hey gorgeous. Hey.
5: Oh hey Drew, what's up? Who would I push? <laughs>
0: uh using if, if you need time we can back to you. Uh if
1: I had anybody to push it'd be Adam Priest. Okay. Oh, oh yes. I think Adam Priest is the guy that everybody should be looking at right now. That is gonna be signed within a year. Fuck yeah. you, Priest. Yeah, fuck you, priest, but he should definitely be looked at way more.
0: That dude's so, inter- so I like incredible, him. dude. Josh, you got anybody?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked to Ben earlier about it, but I love me some Aiden Wright right now. I mean, I, he's doing babyface right Two.
0: now. Tell you this gimmick. So we're sitting in the in the booking office at RCW, and uh, the last time I was there, Aiden was a super overheal, yep. and the corona hit, so he had took some time off and. They're trying to tell me the gimmick, and they're like, have you not seen his videos on Facebook? And I was like, no. They're like, he's like this loving, devoted dad to his kids, but then he snaps. And I was like, huh. I was like, kind of like, and he goes, wait a minute. He finishes the crossface. He like, goddamn Benoit. Oh, no. Yes. No. Yes. So that is no. that is that is the gimmick. Oh, that not the not fully oh not god. not full on psycho, but like <laughs> Don't like, commit like, to like the oh promos are the promos are all about his kids and he gets in the ring of snaps and the finishes a face. and I was like
1: you motherfucker oh, just man. rebooked Benoit. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Uh, Him doing
2: babyface right now at R C W is the greatest thing. I read one of his matches at R C W and oh my god I love babyface Aiden Right. It is the greatest thing ever.
0: Plus I like anybody that's hairier than me. But yeah, he's got your beat on that. That's one. always a plus. Um It's hard to do also. I got Pretty my good. back shaved almost.
2: <laughs> For the final show of twenty twenty, you and Aiden didn't do a match at R C W hair versus, versus hair. hair. But it's your back. but your back hair <laughs> never loses that's We've already pitched wax. that. No fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you can
0: shave my shit.
1: No, I gotta wax the chest like forty year old version. Fuck that too. <laughs> <laughs> you were
0: there when Chuck heated the wax up that we'll get, time. We'll oh go
1: goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> supposed
4: to heat the wax for two
0: uh, like 22 twenty two seconds. seconds. He heated it for two minutes threw it on my skin oh, my yeah. ah, fucking Six. third degree burns oh, Then God. you heard the shit sizzle then a girl I was fucking at the time she goes here try this stuff it's called apple stop that shit was acid I fucking ate my skin up and shit I was just like and then Dan Wilson was like fucking be hairy just, yeah, like, nobody else is doing it Where is a sealant be hairy is that, the, is that the nurse Drew's dead no that's <laughs> me oh, I was like what is happening Right. Well, I guess we lost Drew. Yeah. Um, let's see. So who's
5: the guy you would push,
0: man? Uh, this week, I think I'm going to push John Cruz or Serpenetico. He's doing a lot of AEW Dark yeah. now. He's based out of Florida. He runs the uh, Team 3D Academy. Mm-hmm. Dude is dude's legit. Uh, he's kind of getting his chance now with the AEW Dark stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know how much more they'll do the mask gimmick since uh, Sammy. Sammy, Sammy Guevara wore, Sammy. wore it yeah. on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, that's that's my one for this
2: week. I like that. Jay Solomon, push.
1: I'm gonna go with somebody we hadn't really talked a lot about on the show tonight. Uh, Donnie Janella. He... <laughs> <laughs> we got this podcast. Last week, you, last week you pushed Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> little Rivera. Little no, i I've, I've only met Donnie like once, and he was. He was an alright, dude. He was at yeah. the mixtape show at Did yeah, tell so you how okay good he was the whole time? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he never mentioned that. I thought he was very humble. What if I just Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Cakes drew at Donnie prom time. He was not mean to mention that one. He
5: wasn't going uh, to turn it off. So I'll do two because I was to, told to bury somebody and I didn't. Uh, so the first person, the worst person i ever been in the ring with was Paul Hatchett. Uh, Because I had had stitches all over my eyebrow and I was wrestling on this show which I already hated and uh, it was Chip's show and I walked with him I said hey old man here's the deal watch this eyebrow (laughs) because if it gets open like it's blood city what does he do as soon as we lock up he locks up with me and like just scrapes my eyebrow and like blood just starts pouring so what do I do I beat the shit out of that old guy I felt so bad but I was so mad (laughs) And I'm small, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I am very angry. But uh, if I had to push one... Here, I'll throw you through a loop. You ready? I don't have any a dumpster. I'm going to push Bailey Blake. What about
2: that? Hey! hey. Uh, the good answer. Yeah. Because I like, I like Bailey. I love Bailey. It's a good answer.
5: Oh, he's a piece of shit. But Hell of a wrestler. in the ring, he's so clean... And he wrestles just like somebody else I know, which I'm a very big fan of. It's me, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and if somebody would just, like, push that kid and be like, hey, get in shake, you fat piece of does shit. he still wrestle? Yeah, he does. He wrestles at TWE. Okay. He just had a barn burner with Brett Eisen. I like Brett. Uh, and it was dope. Oh, Brett's my best friend, dude. Let have been best, best, friend. best
0: friends. Hey, you want to leave us on a uh, positivity note, Chris?
5: Ooh, uh, I don't know. It's like, chris Yeah, it's very anti-me. I am a super <laughs> negative person sometimes. Uh, but I have been trying to be kind of positive. Recently. Yeah, that's
0: what we're doing. We're just trying to. The world's yeah. full of negativity now, so try to leave it a little, um, a good little thing something bright.
5: That you'll learn from this is: don't judge someone until you actually meet them. A big flaw to like Chris Crunk the the story because everybody's like Chris Crunk. I hate him. He's a terrible person. Is most of those people haven't met me, and when they do, they're meet hearing it me, third hand. It usually changes. Usually. I am very brash and mean a lot, but I do it in, like, a very honest way where, like, if you have a match that sucks, I'll just tell you I think it sucks instead of tell you I think it's good because I think nobody learns that but
0: way. But you'll also tell them why it was bad.
5: Yeah, if you want me to. Like, I'll tell you why I think it was bad. Uh, not that, I guess, like, anybody really has the qualifications to do that until well, –
0: How we were get- talking earlier about the how we're considering our in middle school, we were taught by the veterans to take any advice – yeah. no matter who gave it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Ted, just, Ted Allen told me once, he yeah. said, you can learn as much from the guy in the opening match as you can in the guy in yeah. the main event.
5: I grew up hating the... These two guys would go out... Like, I'd go on these shows, and these two guys would go out there, and they would just fucking suck, and it would be terrible, and they would just give each other moves for a long time for no reason, and the crowd would make no noise, and like someone would win. They'd come to the back, and they'd be like, oh, brother we fucking killed it out that there. Was so and good. they'd be like, what did you think of it? And Everybody's like, God damn, you guys killed it. And I was like, man, this fucking sucks.
0: And if you asked them what was, what yeah. was good about it, they couldn't yeah. tell you because they like didn't a, watch the shit.
5: A specific thing. Like I, I don't not tell anybody what I think. I think that's a broken thing in wrestling. Like people are afraid to do that and you should fix that. So for chip show, uh, Cody steel ran a really long angle with Jay Sparks mm-hmm. is his name now. Jay Sparks for the belt, or Jay Sparks the champion, Cody chases it, he's the heel, and uh, Cody has never won a belt anywhere ever, and it's super insulting, because he's honestly like super good, and, and super he's got sm- great size, and the way he wrestles yeah. is so clever for his size, mm-hmm. because he's not an idiot, but uh, they did this long angle, and so this is the night that Cody's supposed to win the belt, who walks in, Johnny Rock, he says, hey man, I want to win the belt. So, what happens? The finish gets changed. And I was hot. Like, I'm fucking mad because I do not care. I like Johnny. We are friends. Don't get me wrong. Like, Johnny is a good guy. But this pissed me off beyond belief. Cody is too nice. That's his problem. He's a giant fucking friendly guy. Right. And he will say, Yeah, sure. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Just business. Right. And uh, Johnny looked over at me and he said, said, don't you think that would be a crunk? And I said, I think it's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life because you're taking away his chance to ever win a belt just so you can have another one for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. And then I walked away. And, like, I don't think I've talked to Johnny Rock since. He probably hates my guts after that. But I would do that to anyone because I don't care. I think it's wrong to say Yes. To everything or like mm-hmm. yes sir or like yes because you'll never make it in wrestling or get anywhere or learn anything if you just constantly agree with anyone you're with and you can
0: apply that to life as well yeah
5: if and you it always will, take it'll catch you a fuckload of heat yeah i, yeah. I
0: mean I me and you and before drew left has probably had more heat on us than anybody else that's, that's come true. out of the chattanooga area but i can look back and say my 20 years, I've done more than I ever should have for oh, yeah. a kid Easily. from Chickamauga, Georgia. Beyond I mean.
5: belief. Ask Tank about how much he thinks I should do. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> well, suck it, Tank. I went to New York. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you got anything positive to leave us with? I think Kronk covered everything, man. I think that was the perfect Yeah, that was perfect it was perfect right there. I agree with that. Josh, you got anything?
2: You know, when we first started this podcast, it was me and Jason just bullshitting about stuff that we are going to be doing on the shows that we were going to And to see how this has transpired and has grown over. Just in the past couple of months, I am so grateful. We just got shirts made. We're going to take pictures after the podcast. We're going to post them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I'm just so grateful. We've got Ben's knowledge. We've got Drew's knowledge. We've got Jason's knowledge. Of course, I'm just a shitty fucking ref. I don't know shit. But I'm so grateful to be on this podcast and be able to learn all this stuff from over the years. Would you you
5: say you're a shitty indie ref? Yeah.
2: Uh, shitty indie
5: ref. Okay. Interesting. I'm just so grateful for our. I'm just so grateful for
2: our podcast.
0: Off podcast confirmed. Yes, um, mine's kind of coming off yours. I'm grateful for the fans and the listeners that we have got in two weeks. As Jason and them were doing this podcast for six weeks, six episodes, we something
1: did. like that. I think you came in. You were episode uh, nine oh, or ten. Okay,
0: so I was episode nine and ten. Or 10 and 11. Something like that. And then, uh, still even after that, we didn't branch off to this one until Jason Collins' episode. So, this is just our third episode under Turn the Buckle, correct? Fourth.
1: Fourth? Yeah, we had Jay Collins, Lynch, B. Collins,
0: not That's right. So, this is our fourth one. And in those four weeks, we've got almost 300 followers on Twitter. Uh,
1: We had our first podcast to hit 100 listeners.
0: Uh, we've got people wanting to buy merch. We've got people messaging us wanting to be on the show. We've got people, and tonight, uh, once the podcast drops, I'll start getting messages from people at about one thirty, all the way until Friday about, amen. Hey, man, I enjoyed the podcast. One of which was, uh, we call him Uncle Terry, Terry Lawler. You mean, yep. Uh He messaged me, and we talked for three hours the other day about how much he enjoyed the podcast because we focus more on the person than we do just wrestling. Yeah. Like, we want to know what makes Chris Crunk go and, yeah. you know, where you've been and what you've done. Not just, like, tell me your top ten matches and your top five opponents. So, I'm grateful. My my positive this week is thank you for all our listeners and followers and uh, just keep them coming, man. We appreciate having you guys here.
1: Uh, Humperdink? You got one? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I've been going ever since we've been doing this. It's been all about family, 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 because that's really important to me. And I'm going to change it up a little bit this time. It's actually work. Uh, my job is going great. I'm doing a lot more. Except so when you
0: to tell somebody to shut your fucking tailgate five times.
1: Yeah, until I have to tell somebody to close your tailgate because they're leaking asphalt every fucking way. I got out and shut my tailgate and it was already shut. I know. I was yelling at the guy. He wouldn't fucking listen. I thought she was talking to me. I over <laughs> and I my tailgate and shut. But yeah, just how well work's going and everything there's a big job going on you've been doing a good job for years I've been there almost five years now so I'm saying you've been doing a good job though Yeah. yeah and uh my boss is actually working the night shift doing a big job for him so I'm having to run the plant during the day now for him and it's just going it's going really fucking good I mean stressful days because people are idiots and try to throw stuff that I have no idea what the hell I'm doing but I'm handling everything the right way and so you can do exactly.
5: Uh, I wanted to add one more thing I hey, hey. this, uh, and I really wanted to do it when Drew was on, but uh, like he died or something. So, I'll just like, <laughs> well, I
0: think as soon as we told Drew his wife was here, did you notice we lost him? Yeah. <laughs> Julie probably told him not to do this shit, and he got busted. Oh
5: no! Uh, so I'll say this: it is specifically about Drew game. Uh, Drew is my favorite person person from chattanooga to work with ever uh because uh (laughs) when i first started like i got a lot of shit a lot of people shot on me a lot of people treated me like shit uh drew like was always incredibly nice to me even when i walked up to him in a dark fucking alley and told him i was a wrestler and i wanted to be on the show (laughs) he was just like nice to me and then when we would wrestle he always understood why because like you know me i call very like it's not today's new, like the stuff that's on TV now, because I fucking hate every second of it. But agreed. It's, uh, yes. Yeah. I was calling a very new, like I watched nothing but Japanese wrestling and like uh, golden era, like Ring of Honor, like the old. I three. love the
0: fact you said that. Two thousand two through two thousand seven, yeah, like Ring uh, of Honor. Yeah, like
5: oh three through oh seven, like that Ring of Honor, like that stuff was like my like go to Bible. I was like obsessed with like Eddie Edwards in Noah when he won the GHC title oh yes. and I would come up with all this like crazy elaborate stuff for at the time which was like super new for here and Drew was always super open to it he always wanted to do it he would always implement it with me and we would have the greatest matches and he was always just the friendliest guy and I'm sure you guys get it too because like he's the exception is yes his, is his thing like yeah. everywhere he goes he fits right in um, and I just he think never gets heat and I think that's really fucking cool because his group new not say for wrestling I have plugged this before a lot of them don't like me, right. but he doesn't let that affect the fact that me and him have been friends. And he also doesn't let it affect the other way, like exactly. which I think is very cool and pro. And he's the man. I hope he gets better soon. I feel so bad for him right now. Yeah, it's it's rough, it's, man. Yeah. If you could have seen the pictures, it's yeah, it rough. Like, like it was, it's nasty. I rough. wait
1: until a few texts come through. I never saw the pictures. So.
5: <laughs> you want to see them?
2: No. <laughs> no, I didn't but you're the man to. Drew I <laughs> hope you get to listen to this I hope you feel better all thank you
0: All right. Um,
2: let me do a shout out real quick like I told you we got our shirts in today we're going to be putting pictures up I want to give a shout out to the guy who made them Joshua Tecro of Lookout Prince please make sure to follow him if you want any kind of screen I know gosh. Josh
0: do you <laughs> and
5: we dated the same girl
2: is it just, it, hey, crunk days. can't get a discount.
3: <laughs> we,
5: did it. we did have shooting I used to have T-shirt heat for a while. Yeah. T-shirt, t-shirt heat, t-shirt. <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, right? like even in the T-shirt business. Holy shit! Because he was dating one of my exes for a while. He figured it out. He figured out she. Also,
0: cool. with that, we'll post pictures of the shirts, and we do still have our shirts up, and our mugs, and our fanny packs, and
5: T-springs. our tank
0: tops on teesprings.com You can find the link to that on our Twitter and on our Facebook page. But if you guys like these shirts, let us know. And we'll see about putting an order in yeah, if we'll we can an order get a. Together and
1: everything. We like to
0: get a. We like to get a, a good sized order in so we can get them cheaper for you guys. Um, like we got what we got, we got five shirts in, we got them at a good price. I'm not gonna tell you what we paid for them because then we can't make no fucking money off you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly. we got a good deal, so y'all will get a good deal. So let us know if you want them. And the I'm good sure. thing about this guy is he don't charge extra for fat fuck sizes. So tank. We got you a shirt. It's going to cost the same as Chris Crunk's shirt. Yeah, (laughs)
2: piece of shit. (laughs) Because
0: my fat boy shirt was the same same as Josh's little baby shirt. Hey, hey, I've
2: gained some pounds, man. Hey,
0: we've got uh, some news to talk about, too. Uh, Our guest next week is going to be Luke Patterson, the promoter of NGWA. And that's going to be, we'll film on Tuesday, drop on Wednesday. But Monday, August the 3rd. We're all getting together, and we're going to watch the worst pay-per-view in professional wrestling history. And that's not me saying it, guys. Capital Carnage. No, this is actually one they're promoting is the worst, and it would be December to dismember anyway.
1: Yeah, that was was rough.
0: But we're going to get together, and we're going to do a Watch Alone podcast with uh, me, Jason. Hopefully, Drew will be here. Josh, Will, and Crunk is coming back, he said. And we're going to watch... Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the good brothers, as they present Talking Shop a Mania. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, the pay per view actually comes out Friday. Uh, we've all got plans this weekend, so we're going to get together Monday afternoon and watch it and uh, have us a good old time. And
4: right.
0: I guess we'll drop that one
1: uh, probably, Monday night, Tuesday morning. Yeah, Monday night, Tuesday morning. Record with Luke Tuesday morning, drop Wednesday morning. And then our next one after that is that the birthday bash? No, the next one after that is Jake.
0: Jake Murphy then the and then bash. a birthday bash. And then that'll round up our August, correct?
1: No, there's one more after the birthday.
0: JD. J- no, JD's no. September.
2: Let me go look on the board.
0: Go look on the board, Josh. We're so unprepared for podcast.
2: Marcus. Logan Chase. Logan, Logan Chase. Chase.
0: Well, that's right. Logan will be here to put over RCW's uh 15th anniversary show if you can believe oh, that. Damn. Damn. Wrestleversary on August the 29th. And That's Luke, my birthday. I that feel like Maybe birthday. I need to do a unstripped it running in a fucking ladder match and fucking flip flops and win that bitch.
1: Sounds like a plan. I mean, You're if a I climb the ladder, I
0: ain't chunk a fucking flip flop at him. I mean, really, bitch. who <laughs> throws a shoe? It's not a shoe; it's a flip flop. My shoes cost too much goddamn money to be throwing them bitches. I ain't throwing a Jordan right. at somebody. I throw a thirty dollar flip flop at a bitch, but thirty
1: dollars. You get <laughs> flip flops for five bucks at Walmart, honey. They, they hurt my toes. I follow
2: right. you, you know the I
1: don't wear rubbers. You can't say that. You know I don't wear rubbers. <laughs> Alright, follow the
2: podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Turn the Buckle as well as Instagram. Shit. I done fucked that up. You
1: fucked that up really bad. <laughs> Twitter. Follow Instagram. us on Twitter at, at shit, shit underscore ND83. Instagram and
2: Facebook Turn the Buckle.
0: Ben, ben. Thrasher at ThrasherBen on Twitter. It's just Ben Thresher on Facebook.
1: Uh, Drew Game is at Drew Game on Twitter. Uh only you fans. can search for Drew Game on pretty much everything else and probably yeah. find
0: him. OnlyFans will pop up. Drew, Drew Game, OnlyFans.
2: Chris Crunk is everything.
0: It's Chris Kronk.
2: Yep. Kevin Ryan,
0: ADS. And then Kevin Ryan uh, on the Book of Face. You
2: know what it is. That's it. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Chris, we appreciate you coming on, man.
1: Yes, Kronk, thank you for coming. Thanks, Kevin, for coming yes, hanging out, too. Sir.
2: Thanks and, for uh, the
5: sausage.
0: <laughs> 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 Take that how you want, fuckers. It's- Friday night, August the 4th, RCW returns, 806 North 2nd Avenue, Chatsworth, Georgia. Adult tickets, $10. Kids are 5 Family four-pack of tickets, $25. We will still follow all social distancing regulations. On that night, you will see the Gold Rush qualifying matches. Winners will qualify for a spot in the Gold Rush ladder match at the anniversary show on August the 29th winner will get a contract able to cash in on any rcw championship you will see chris crunk take on jake murphy paul manson versus chris gans three matches to determine the team that gets the advantage in war games representing team rcw dorian Crow versus illuminati member brandon collins aiden wright versus johnny viper i'm sorry aiden wright versus jason collins and cj holloway versus johnny viper also rcw heavyweight champion Landon Priest will defend against Jess Wade. All this is leading up to the big 15 year anniversary show, Wrestleversary on August 29th, 29, featuring war games between the Illuminati, Team RCW, the Gold Rush Ladder Match, Double Ring Battle Royal to crown Mr. RCW and more. Don't miss it, be there.